I think I've got like eight or nine. Okay, but you've also go. had multiple Wee. podcasts that you like, oh, this is my new podcast. And then he's like, tear the whole thing down. <laughs> yeah, I only have oh, one no. podcast thing. I'll probably never change it. Just Do you care if I tell you to for put that? I, yeah, I was just about to. Uh, professional, I like it. I was just about to. Uh, Picasso, I like it. What? <laughs> have you ever seen that? He's like, what is that? He's like, this is her art project. It's like some dude is like walking down the street, like berates these people. <laughs> what is that? He's like, the, the guys are like, this is this oh, is her no. art project. He's Go like, down Picasso, there. I like it. <laughs> like, leave itself. Thank you. I'm gonna have to make uh, it all weird. All right, what up, Ghost Fam? Welcome to the Ghost Show. Our guest today is the lovely Rachel Barr. Oh, hello. And she has her own podcast called Couch Lock. Yeah. And what is that podcast about? Uh, you know, we just hang out. We talk about movies. Anything about movies, really. I Wait, think are like Is that a reference to weed though? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, we're high while we talk about these movies. Okay. That's kind just of the sure. <laughs> I mean, Couch Lock really did start as like a podcast <laughs> about getting people like really obnoxiously high and then just like blasting them with questions that's, to see what they say. That's actually sounds really yeah. cool also. But like we started like we we made people vomit. We yeah, had that one terrifying. dude like one dude like black <laughs> it, it ended because I can get I can have like panic attacks when I'm high. Like, <laughs> like yeah it would be intense and it was it would get like well because like it was my my then roommate and i now are my co-host mike um on couch lock he's still with it but back then it was just the two of us so we'd just invite all of our musician friends over and be like tell us about music tell us about your projects tell us about this thing tell us about we heard about this and just like just ramble on and on on and on but like yeah, then this dude smacked, like, he blacked out, smacked his head on the hard, like, cement floor. Uh, that's yeah. cool. No more of that. That's so we moment. stopped that. That's a good highlight. That's like, <laughs> did you put From that on TikTok? too high? <laughs> yeah, he was, like, he got, like, too what high, bitch. I think. Oh, bro, you know what happened to me on Halloween? I've told that story so many times. Do you, do you know? Uh, Have you told it on this podcast? Oh, yeah, but you didn't. I mean, I took a dab, but I assume they're getting just as high. Yeah, I guess. You make people take dabs? Oh, man. Yeah, we make people take lots of dabs. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Right. You Dude, of course you smack your head on the fucking concrete. We, well, this guy, this this guy in particular is, um, he should not have, he got embarrassingly high. Like, you, bro, if you're watching this, you know who you are. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there a few times. I'm yeah. calling him a bitch because I know I, that <laughs> position. I feel like if you if you truly are a stoner, like, you've, you've gone through that yeah. phase. Like, you've definitely done that a time or two. <laughs> For sh- I think the, the most interesting thing I've ever brought back from that realm of being too high, I think you were there. I was like, I feel like I'm, we were at picnic, and I was just sitting at a table. And I, and I just smoked a ton of weed with Kai, one of our friends. Were you there with nah, Lou? That doesn't sound familiar. But <laughs> I was like, I feel like I'm tiptoeing through gardens <laughs> I don't belong in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck? It came out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> they were like talking yeah. about like taxes. Like, I feel like I'm tiptoeing through <laughs> gardens I don't belong in. You announced that to the, <laughs> to to the, the group. group? 
And I'm pretty sure the rest <laughs> of the bar. You thought that was important <laughs> enough to like tell everybody. Well, that's yeah. the thing that was that's when you're that high, good. like the rest of the world really doesn't exist. Yeah, but right. at some point you realize it does and you need to explain what's happening to you <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> like, I just got to like, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Maybe this morning I took a little, a little too much, uh, that little cannabis juice. Yeah. You tried that? Cannabis juice. It's like can of punch. Yeah, yeah. It's like a drink. It's like it, it, I think it's just Kool Aid with weed in it. Like I'm pretty sure right. it's just Kool Aid. There's like you like see that green in your teeth. You're like this is literally just flour inside Kool Aid. Man, I was just like I was at work doing my thing, hanging out. Is it super concentrated? Yeah, it's very it's very concentrated. Oh, yeah. You were too high at work today. I fucking was. <laughs> I was <laughs> riding. <laughs> I was, I fucking kid you not, I was writing the word small on on a board, right? <laughs> and I, it took me probably two minutes to write it out. <laughs> and then I had to lean over to one of, one of my coworkers. And I was like, hey, uh, did I spell this right? <laughs> yeah, it spells small. Because like I spelled it, but it was one of those times but where you, you look at it and you're like, is that right though? It's like uh, one okay. L. I see what you're saying. Yeah, small. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just looks like hieroglyphics, basically. You're pretty like, much, what yeah. The fuck. Yeah, and under normal conditions, you're like, yeah, that's probably right. I don't really give a fuck either way, and you move on. But not today. <laughs> today, I was just, wow, is that the right way to spell this word? Why can't I spell this right now? That's so funny. <laughs> Oh yeah. my god. And then the coworker called me out right away. Are you okay right now? Yeah. <laughs> what a, like, oh, what a like unique feeling. Cause I totally I, I totally get that feeling when you uh, even not just writing a word. I actually I would say it happens to me more like thinking about a word. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes this alien concept. But the fact that you like, Your brain, wrote like it out language. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Oh, well, it's like your last name, Mariah. It's like... Yeah, go it, ahead. What is it? Sandy Tomatoes. Because yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. fucking... It's like San, Santa... Ma, Santa... Santa ma mashed potato. I don't fucking know. In my head, I'm just seeing letters floating around. And for the life of me, I cannot arrange them in an order that wow. will allow me to voice it. Bro, that, that's exactly how I feel for Instagram like handles. Like, when people, I don't, like, I, I, sometimes, like, I shock myself when I, like, read, like, actually, like, because yeah. I'll, I'll just, like, read it, and I don't process it. I'm also dyslexic, so I don't actually read a whole word. I just <laughs> look at the beginning and the end, and I piece it together. Huh. Yeah, yeah, you've got right? a stacked, uh, yeah. a little challenge here to get yeah. over. So I'm like, oh, this is not worth my time, so I'm just like, yeah, gookabooch. Whatever the fuck, because every handle makes no fucking sense. It's like three vowels, and like sometimes there's like a hidden word in it, and it's like yeah. a letter and a number, and you're like, okay, I, whatever. It's Google like bitch. it's like license plates, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and her name is actually like Gretchen, Gretchen, and she spelled it out perfectly, just at Gretchen, and I'm like, oh, it's Gookabitch. Gookabitch. Yeah. The E's are threes, and that just ruined it all for you. Yeah, I'm like, oh wait a minute, oh that's how you say it. <laughs> like that actually makes sense. <laughs> But like, I, there's so many like Instagram handles in my brain that are a hundred percent not. Oh, what their name that's is, so which funny. Which I think is so. And then when I find out, I'm like, oh wow, that's. Oh, now difference. I want to watch you just try to pronounce Instagram handles because that would be a whole segment. That would be really funny. I wonder if you could pronounce <laughs> mine. <laughs> can you show it to me? Let's I see. I can show. Yeah, I'll show you, Mike. I'll try to do it like Instagram. if I just saw it. Wait, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna show Zephyr first. 
And then, yeah, so the, keep it to yourself. I have the exact opposite problem where, you like... read it too perfectly? I pr- Dude, like, I've from... Since I was a kid, I prided myself on being, like, like understanding even just, like, the English language. I was so, like... You're a pronouncer. Yeah. Like, Ooh. or not even just English. <laughs> like, I, w- I took French for four years in high school. Oh, wow, so did I. And my teacher was, like... She always complimented me when we would read books in class. Oh, mine was telling me to shut up. I was saying I couldn't understand, but I was so like intent on doing it correctly. It was oh yeah, I'm so good at like, um, like just being a pronouncer, enunciating. We used to do this exercise. Um, I used to make my uh, debate kids do this exercise where I'd make them put a pencil like horizontal in their mouth. Make them give their speech as quick as they could. It forces you to make your your lips move and enunciate. Uh, yeah. Okay, check this out. Let's see if Araya can do this. So this is my Instagram handle. Don't say it. Don't. Uh, very. That should be like you already said it basically. That's why I was like, I wonder if he can do <laughs> this. Okay, are you ready, Araya? Yeah. It's top of uh, top top corner here. Gif and goggle blue. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it literally, you I will know you as Githo goggle blue. No, I did not do that you? on purpose. I see three G's, an L, A, and an N, and that's yeah. all my brain okay. interprets. Do you need one more? Should yeah. we try one more? Okay, now let me read it like as entirety, and I'll take Hold my it time. in your hand. Like, really, like, take that Gab in. Gab-a-gooligan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but literally, Fuck that's how off. long I have to take. I'm not joking. Dude, that's a real, <laughs> I'm not even playing it up. That is how my brain... I'm so dyslexic. It takes me three <laughs> seconds to figure that... Dude, literally, I saw three Gs, an L, and an A, and an N at the end of the... And I was like, Gagagoogoblin. That's just that not... That must be it. Gabagoolagoon. not taking the time to, like, fully read the word. Dude, my it's brain... It's not dyslexic. That's just... No, you're, just <laughs> a, you're just fucking impatient, bro. Dude, I'm just on yeah. a fucking mission. So you guys calm the fuck down? Wait. I got shit to do. I think we're really kind of stumbling onto something here. Dyslexic people are fucking fake as fuck. I think so. You're just busy. Okay, we're just busy fucking saving the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? I got, there's kids in Africa starving. I don't need to know how to read Gagagoogoblick. That's all I need to know. Close enough. You know, I'm sure somebody out there really does. Dude, someone's clapping oh, right shit. now. They're like, preach, brother. I've never felt so seen. <laughs> <laughs> God, he's speaking to my soul. That's funny. That's good. And yeah, no, Gabagool again. Gabagool? No? You, Sopranos? Gabagool? Sa- uh, Gabagool. Like, uh, oh, no. Wow. Mario. <laughs> Dude, Gabagool yeah. is what they cook Mario into. Oh, shit. Dies. Yeah. That's great. I went up to the <laughs> I went up to the deli not too long ago, right? I've yeah. been on the, I've been watching the Sopranos. I, I'll, I'll preface with that. So I've been watching the Sopranos, right? So I've been in this real like mobster kind of mentality at times. Fucking around, fuck you, bitch. I'll go. Th- I'll watch fucking Tony Soprano for like four hours and be like, yeah, that's right. Fucking let's this go. Let's go down to the bada bing. Let's make some deals. And like I'll, I'll I so I went to the deli, right? And I looked at the deli boy. I was like, hey. You got any gabagool? And he was like, "I excuse me, ma'am." He like, what "Ma'am, does that mean? 
Some fucking oh gabagool. I was like, you got what? any capacol, capacol? And he was like, no, no, I don't. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> was he like six? No, <laughs> he, like he was like, you know, he was probably older than me, honestly. He was just scared. Yeah, he's like this. This is a real mobster. He just like came I'm up dealing to him. with the real Tony Soprano right now. He's like cool. He was like this fucking kid right now. Dude, my uh, my boss, the guy that sells pianos at my store, I don't. He's a he's kind of a bullshitter, but he but uh, he's like real fucking like Sicilian Italian. Oh shit! And claims that he used to like play music for like mafia weddings and. <laughs> that's sick and so i like I, so all the time i i love like going into the store like yeah. just today i was like pretending to be a mobster talking with fucking tom and he relates to it that's the thing he, like, goes if you talk world. if you talk if you start talking like a jersey boy fucking <laughs> you know he'll like he latches onto it like it makes sense to him Hey, you oh, cocksucking no. fuck. Where's my piano? Yeah. I got to move it down the fucking stairs. <laughs> How am I supposed to move it? There's no goddamn piano. For real, dude. He, It's like it. It's mo- it's like more engaging for him. Oh, That's pretty fun. He's I old mean, as sh- He's like, like that are seven fun. years old. I so. feel like we lost the fun speaking. I feel like California was just like, oh, dude, this is surf. <laughs> I feel like all of New York is so hustle bustle. They're like, Hey man, get the fuck out the way, you stupid Whoa, it's bitch! Just a, <laughs> like, it's just a newer, straight. it's like a newer culture. Like it's all upspeak. Yeah, we're just you're just. I think you're completely incorrect. Oh my gosh! Wait, upspeak? <laughs> Have you heard of that? I've never heard of this. It's There's like when entire you talk like this. It. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's like it's like I'm super I'm better important. than you, but I'm, I'm not gonna say it. You can just tell by how I say it. Yeah. Like, mm. it's oh. like it's like basically like three people watch white girls and then just infiltrated the universe. So it's, you, it's just poor people being sarcastic when they talk. Basically, <laughs> with fucking uh, vocal fry. Upspeak is just sarcastic poor people. No, if you combine vocal fry with upspeak, it's like you're like the mo- the richest of the rich. Wow, that's like I mean yesterday. Kim told me. <laughs> oh my god! That I was out of nail polish, but guess what? There's nail polish everywhere. And do you know why? Why? I own the nail polish it's my company. Nail polish, Kim. It's yeah. my nail polish. Yes, sometimes I. I I'm gonna break. I'm, my brain's gonna. So you're so you're impatient enough to be dyslexic, but you can talk like that, huh? <laughs> I like to think that every, every all the time that they speak, every between every sentence, they're just like ah. Like the sentence <laughs> is still running on. That's default <laughs> mode. Yeah. There's like, ah. like w- there's no conversation. <laughs> they're just sitting at their. They don't desk. even breathe in. <laughs> so it's like Donnie has to come punch them in the stomach to take a breath. Oh like, no! Ah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kanye. <laughs> 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 God, okay, thank you, Connie. I was gonna pass out. Oh no, man! <laughs> Jeez, he must have punched a little too hard. That's why. Oh, that's maybe a. B- <laughs> that's not true. He just had a, a meltdown. <laughs> Bro, the the Kanye thing is so funny. The Kanye thing's. Re- did you hear he was in? Um. Oh fuck! 
I I don't remember who the he was on a on a song lately or early. He was on a song recently where he like just starts talking mad shit about Pete. That's the. Do you know how cool it would be to Pete be Pete Davidson right now? Oh, Pete PDD. You know how cool it is to piss off Kanye that much. <laughs> like you know how much street cred you have to be like. I it, don't know. He he wrote this about me. That was a good impression, actually. That was, <laughs> that was a good impression. Uh, what am I supposed to do? I'm just fucking his girl. I'm just, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I have SNL and Kim. He's That's almost all I done. Got. He's almost done on SNL. We'll see if he signs another contract or not. You think he will? I don't I think don't so. I think I care. I honestly, oh, really? No, because SNL is just kind of shitty. I mean, he <laughs> might be one of yeah. the better parts of SNL, but I like him outside of SNL. I know. His stand-up is way funny. And I don't know. Did you watch, uh, like, The King of Staten Island? Did you ever that see that That was good. It was really good. That one good. was fun, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, that one was good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see him do more movies and do something. 100%. Maybe get a, a I think TV show or something. He's like... He's like the... Um, Who's that guy who fucking was in break? Uh, not Breaking Bad, Super Bad. <laughs> uh, Jonah yeah, Hill, yeah, 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 Paul yeah. Sarah. yeah. Paul, S- S- Paul Sarah, Michael Sarah, Michael Sarah. Who's Paul Sarah? That's that, that's not a person. I don't know, but you mentioned Breaking Bad before, like so Paul maybe you're combining Sarah? Aaron Paul and Michael Sarah. Paul Sarah is <laughs> riding a horse right now. Paul, looking like, looking like Elon's brother. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Sarah is like. Looking like, <laughs> looking like, what's his name? Kubo Musk? Kibon Musk? <laughs> Kiki Kiki Chain Musk? What are you saying right now? I don't do you, know. Do you know, do you know? Is that his Instagram handle? Or yeah, I only really know him by his Instagram handle. Kipika Keechan Musk. Keychain Musk? I think his name is like Kubo or Cable. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? Musk. Dude, it's so funny. So Elon Musk is hella against Web3. And then his brother, Kibble Kukuka Kick. Cakes is is super for Web three, and it's like the weirdest thing to like see. Like Elon's like that's fucking stupid, and then and then Keeble Koopa Cakes is like this is the next generation of like internet and blah blah blah. It's I I, I love the brother. I wonder what like, else rival. they disagree on. It's Web three. It's the next web. But right now we're on uh, Web two, bro. You heard of Web three? No, I don't know what exactly. Web one is. I'm in the future, bro. It's all the oh same. Oh my! <laughs> I mean, web? with all this RGB around here, how could you not be? I know. <laughs> Look, I that? still have a Christmas tree. That's because I'm already in December. I oh <laughs> shit! That's right. I'm in the future. Shut the fuck up! Bitch. What is what does that oh, mean? It's the it's the next <laughs> web. It's Happy just Hanukkah. no. There's I don't. It has something to do with like the blockchain and like validation and stuff. Is it like like? Bitcoin? <laughs> it's pretty much Bitcoin, but the internet. Well, okay. What, if I drew a picture host, of it, could I sell it on the internet? You have to host yeah. websites only on a physical, like in a phys- in like a physical location. So I think Web three is a way of validating the existence of certain like places on the web. I don't know much about Web three. Okay, I just it's a new infrastructure. So but actually, I kind of do. So here's what's happening. So all, the entire in- internet is based off of AWS. So 
is Amazon Web Service, like Web Services, and basically Amazon has like bought the infrastructure of the internet. So everyone sends things through the connective structure of like Amazon Web Services. Like your emails go through there, everything goes through there. The Google API, how they search things, it's it's basically like the 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 database structure for the internet, how it pulls information from different nodes, and so. There's other ways that it works. Amazon Web Services is only one of them, but it's the biggest one. And ba- and essentially what Web3 is trying to do is to decentralize that so that no one has control over the central communications of the internet. They'd want everyone to have their own basically like private node. Like you're not getting all of your information filtered through one search thing or like one interface and like one database. It's pulling from a thousand different databases based on like an architecture of, I don't know, something like the whatever crypto architecture that exists already to validate web sources. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. yeah. I it's, mean, it's a decentralized <laughs> internet. <laughs> so instead of using Amazon web services, you're using a basically a bunch of different nodes to get information. I don't get how Amazon could own like what it, what yeah, they, no one talks do, about that. What, That's where they make the what, most of their money. What do they own? Like, they own the the communication stream of data. It's kind of like you want you want your small business's website to pop up when somebody searches first. That's actually the Google algorithm. What Amazon Web Services is is but how drunk am I? Web services <laughs> is what Amazon web services is, is basically the thing that says, Hey, this guy's saying this and your platform wants this. I'll connect the two. That's like, that's what like charter and spectrum and all those are for. No, no. The charter and spectrum are the, the things that happen between that spot. So there's your computer <clears throat> charter and spectrum, and then Amazon web services, services, Surfaces. Mm, well, surfaces. charter like the charter inspection. Those companies they own the hardware for the internet, and Amazon is the software. Okay. So the software is what tells the hardware what to do, or whatever the hardware is producing. The software communicates that. That's to crazy. Else. I've just never even heard that. I would have to like yep. look. It's into a, it, that. it's that because the only reason I even know it is because I was doing software project management, and they were building a Google API to pick up, like, home locations and, oh. like, and, and delivery routes. And then they're like, yeah, we have to use AWS. I'm like, what is that? And they're like, Amazon Web Services? I feel like I've heard that word before. <laughs> Soyfaces. Like, Soyfaces. The, the idea that that's, like, what the internet functions on sounds, re- like, just absurd. I've, ne- I've just never heard... Uh, it's what it functions on. Well, it's, it's, yeah. what, it's what most apps use. What does that mean? Like, what data. is World Wide Web? How does that, like... <laughs> the world... That's a big question, bro. Oh, man. It's just, like, what... The internet... The internet is not, like, one software. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, one piece of The internet is a net data. of connections. Right. right. So... Which are the physical. Those are physical, of, like, connections. It's comprised of physical and, and software connections. Right? So, hardware and software connections. The internet is just the concept in which things communicate to each other across these these hardwares that we have. And then the software is the interpretation of the signals gotten from the hardware, right? So the software tells 
the computer that you're working on how to interpret the data from the hardware. So the, the actual electrical pulse that comes in that it's picking up, your computer is registering that as a signal, and the software is telling the computer how to display that signal to you. So the entire internet is just being connected to other people. It's, it's like playing like multiplayer. Yeah. It's uh, kind of crazy how it's uh, such a big concept. Don't really understand it, but it controls a big part of our lives. Everything. Yeah. It's the <laughs> algorithm for existence. No. I mean, <laughs> kind, kind of, of though. It's like the, It's like the precursor to the algorithm for existence. I mean, we're kind of like, uh, we're learning how to, like, in the industrial era, right, we, like, learned a bunch, built a bunch, discovered a bunch, and, like, as a society, we evolved because of it, right? Well, now we're moving into this, like, age of, technology and information and ma the mass and efficient spread of it all and like seeing how that's affecting society too is kind of crazy yeah. kind of moved into a new era might be our undoing who knows yeah, probably because weird. we don't fucking understand it <laughs> that's what yeah it's weird if like i don't know like we were just talking about like archetypes Earlier, oh, like we were, we were like just playing around on guitar, and like just kind of thinking about the idea of like how lyrics are like unconsciously sometimes like get giving you a message, I guess. Like oh, whatever, 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 like a song is telling you is not always understood, like, just on the surface. Yeah, yeah. And... <sighs> how... The, I guess the way that, like, when you say the world is ending, Ooh. what does that mean? Are you speaking to, like, the unconscious... Or, like, you know, things are yeah. unraveling. Yeah. Like... Does is that like is that um, expressing itself on an uncon like a subconscious level that we don't understand? Maybe I mean I feel like absolutely could be. Yeah. I, I you know everything as far as like society and how you view it and what's happening now and the the impact technology has had on on all of it over the past, you know, two decades here. It's so fucking, it's so much. It's it, so hard to, like, wrap your head around. You know, it, it's all making us move faster, and human capability will max out at a certain point, and I think we are seeing that human capability starting yeah. to max out, and that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Um, as long as we are resilient enough to adapt and that's and why we keep need growing fucking some uh what is that elon musk's like Neuralink. Neuralink. Some, <laughs> some yeah smooth drop of that we Neuralink, need baby. we need smooth. robots to <laughs> like not totally just surpass us we, like if we Man. can get robots to help us out because okay. obviously they're taking on the evolutionary chain. We're gonna be fucking. They're useless. not though. So here's the here's the thing, is 
Well, it depends. So, if we let robots do a certain amount of stuff before we can do that same stuff, like pairing our consciousness with the abilities of the robot, we are going to end ourselves. It's it's almost inevitable because <laughs> what ends up happening is there's societal collapse when when there is no money to be made for anything. Mm-hmm. When everything's free because robots are making it, the only people that will own or distribute the wealth are the people who are like either repairing or making the robots. Although the stuff you might get is free. Well, the robots, are, they're going to be able to create themselves. <coughs> Even the robots themselves are going to be free at a certain point. That is true. Because they're going to be exactly. able to infinitely like recreate themselves. And then there may not be a cohesive understanding as to why they're even you know, uh, reproducing as much. They might not even have a, a sense of uh, evolution that we have, right? An inherent genetic propensity towards evolution. So they might <clears throat> just act as a cancer and metastasize over the entire planet mm-hmm. and become this this ball of like metal uh, yeah. non they they literally could just be human code. They I li- mean, like just like how like cancer is. Like ca- cancer is just cellular dude, code a, that doesn't that's like understand a itself. Crazy like sci-fi fucking I mean, it's iRobot. It's like a yeah, comic. It's iRobot. It's the Matrix. It's the <laughs> Matrix. Movie, every well, it's weird. Like, because if you, I, the way I think about AI typically is that, like, they're not a cancer. They're just the most extreme, extreme version of, like, what we could be. It's We're putting human potentiality, which would never, it's potentiality. It's never completely expressible. But we're like robots are like the complete expression of what humans wish they could do, which think is about, think about it. This could way. be seen as either a good thing or a, like a really fucked up so thing. Like maybe a, our imagination is just mostly cancer. Well, no, no, I don't think our imagination is cancer. It's it's the intuition part that doesn't that doesn't accumulate to a a proper result. like the lack of intuition. Is going to be the downfall. So the the natural understanding that we have through thousands of years of evolution, however that evolved, it doesn't make sense why we even have this thing called common sense, right? That if the robots don't have common sense in terms of what humans determine determine as common sense or shared agreement of common sense, it, it will be our downfall. But here is the analogy I like to give: is think of a self driving car. A self driving car, when you let it go all by itself does really well 99% of the time. However, the mistakes that it makes are almost entirely random and uh, like oblivious to human understanding and how it can make that mistake. Mm-hmm. Right? And Fun. essentially what happens is if we let AI get away from it, like so if you stop driving yourself ca- driving car, eventually... Although it makes less mistakes than humans, it's going to make a catastrophic error. What AI is doing is magnifying that error into a global scale. It's saying, well, when everything's controlled by robots, when one of them makes an error, the global catastrophe that could take place is the same as like the 0.01% of your car crashing into a tree for no reason because it, it thought a flake in the sky was a human, so it decided to crash into the tree, right? Mm. Where a human would never make that mistake because the intuition of the environment 
has already been ingrained in us, right? Mm-hmm. From for for all of our evolution. So now, if you have a human in the car the entire time, and the human becomes just as intelligent as the car, and you merge the information systems that are at play, now you have something that has the context of the reality that it's in, and also the power to progress faster, much faster. Right. And so that's why we have to merge with AI. Because if we let AI run by itself, even though it may never make an error, there's the percent chance that it will, it will be a cat- catastrophic error. It'll yeah. be an error that's unpredictable. Whereas if people merge with AI, we'll be able to see when AI is about to make an error and stop it. And we'll also be able to iterate on ourselves so quickly because mm-hmm. of our intuition that general AI won't even be able to keep up with us. I see what you mean. Absolutely. Because yeah, at, at the end of the day, uh, the ability for a human to communicate with another human is uh, immeasurable. It's, it is the, the spicy secret sauce to why we have survived so long yes. as, a, as a race, a species. Um, yeah. Also terrifying. You're talking about a civilization in which we are all essentially cyborgs in one way or another. Well, you would have moment, to. From the moment we started using sticks, we were cyborgs. So this is what cognitive science talks about: is the anything that we use as a tool that's outside of the the, the genetics of our body mm-hmm. is considered an instrument or a tool, right? And when we start to use that, we cognitively offload, or we we project onto ourselves an extension of limb that is not actually us but allows us to sense the world in a different way. When we drive a okay. car, we're moving a lot faster than we ever could. Right, right. We're doing things that no human is capable of on a scale that's unimaginable. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it's literally the extension of our body that is able to move this car. And that's why I, had this, I actually had this idea today. It freaked me out a little bit. Is I don't... This is just a general idea. And I thought about it a little deeper and doesn't make as much sense, but here's the general thought I came up with right away is considering how well people can adapt to driving a vehicle and it becomes an extension of their body and their movement. Perhaps whatever a human is is not just the body. Perhaps Mm. it is just the concept, or not the concept, perhaps it is just the ability to adapt to another controller. So if you think of the car as the controller interface and the consciousness as the human, perhaps whatever consciousness is, is the ability to adapt and utilize the controller. <clears throat> and some controllers yeah. a lot for more input and more regulation. So to me, <clears throat> that it really resonated with like Buddhist ideas about like we're not like these ape things. We're just yeah. inhabiting the controller of an ape, and we're just had and in our case, we're inhabiting the controller of the smartest apes. Well, I think it's a it, it would be a measure of your your cognitive ability at different phases of life, right? Like when you are a baby, the um, controller, so to speak, is like the chew toy that you're using to like get your teeth to grow in, right? Exactly. But as your brain grows and grows and grows, right, eventually, yeah, you can drive a car, you can operate heavy machinery, you could perform an intricate surgery depending on 
how developed that cognition is. You can perform, and as you get older, it, it it declines. It, yeah, unfortunately, that's that is a the, state of the biology. The controller uh, the, wears away. The human so you have to buy a new uh, element. So it makes me wonder if. What oh, that back means to the cyborg. It makes me wonder <laughs> if that means, like, when you die, is it the end? Or yes. is it the end of the controller? So what is the controller? So are you just leaving the controller? Are you no longer, you can't, you can no longer play the game because you no longer have a controller. Yeah, no. And so until you get a new controller, now there's a new game because maybe you're, I mean, maybe not a new game, but a new, you, like, you're not starting where you started before. Right. Uh, are you like, are you like kind of touching on like reincarnation at that point? At some point, yeah, I think that's what I'm alluring to. I I don't want to say reincarnation, but I want to say uh, that maybe there's like a because I don't know if the consciousness as it is focused into the controller right mm-hmm. now is entirely its own entity, or if the consciousness that's in your controller and in my controller are yeah. controlling it at the same time, right? So that's what they call source. Sure. So sure. it's hard to say if, the, if they're an individual set of consciousnesses yeah. or a, a source set of consciousnesses that you just kind of, like, obliterate into. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, you'll know when you die, I guess, right? Yeah, and that's, that's what's so <laughs> fabulously interesting Man. about death. See, in my, in my gut, in my heart, and in my brain, I feel uh, this is a, this is a one, life, uh, one life game. You're doing a speed run. <laughs> and, that, and that might be why when you... I thought about this the other night, too. It's like... It's morbid as it sounds. It's like if if death is just the off button, there is no anything. There's no feeling anymore. Whatever we describe as feeling, at least. I think there can be different definitions of existence mm. and, and awareness... But whatever we understand as awareness is, I think for sure, turned off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anything else in our idea would be turned on, but I think that there there might... It's an interesting concept because it's it's what you would call beyond the void. Yeah, yeah, the great unknown. And, um, you know, part of the part of the, the human condition, right? Why we are all striving to live because we don't want to get to that moment to find out, oh, nope, this this is it. And we, I regret everything that I've done with my time. And that it would feel so shitty, so incredibly horrible. Um, so, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people like Mr. Elon are trying to find ways to propel humans into a longer lifespan and what do you think is worse though do you think living forever yeah or do you think would you would you prefer to live forever or would you let's say like live forever with the same understanding Mm -hmm. that things could always get better around the corner with the same feeling and like zest for life not that like life ever gets boring and old like let's get like rid of that trope because like you want to just like leave life because it's so boring like, what if it just gets mm. compl- infinitely more interesting and expansive? Yeah. Uh, I feel that to be very true about my life, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't know if Zephyr knows or not. Uh, but, so this time last year, I was in chemo, fighting stage three colon cancer. Um, so I'm now in remission. No cancer detected. 
rocking life is excellent but (laughs) so yeah to consider how crazy like upswing life can have in just one year right in just one year is um i i can't even express that um amount of it's immeasurable it's immeasurable you know what i mean uh so yeah i get i get what you're saying like if life were to just continue to get better would it even like still be worth not even that it gets better right because life has its like ups and downs true but if life in the way that we when you feel like you like that feeling of like oh i don't want to die what if that was ever present right Mm-hmm. But then you had the choice. It's like, look, if you never want to die, you will live forever. Yeah. Or you can choose to die. What is the choice you make? Like that's. It sounds yeah. like a very deep philosophical argument because at some point, you've iterated enough through those cycles right. to start to have a concept of like, okay, what is this? How far does this go? Well, see, is that's there the end. Like that's the thing, I. I think it depends on what phase of life you're in, right? Like, like for my situation, for instance, like, at 27, I was given a choice. You're going to have to fucking suck it up, and it's not going to feel good, but you will live, or you could let yourself go, let yourself die. I'm sure people do that. I'm sure people absolutely are depressed with life and see this as an opportunity. I could absolutely understand that. Mm-hmm. Letting a cancer or a, a disease just take them, right? Um, that's not the choice I made. I fucking said, let's go. You s- name the time and the place. I'll bring my fucking, my boxing gloves. We'll be there. And so a year later, I'm on the other side of it. I'm good. I'm ready to fight, right? I am currently watching my grandfather die of cancer so a week after i got into remission or a week before i went into remission he got diagnosed with a cancer he's an old man right the first thing he says is i've lived a happy life if if and when i die know that i'm happy with how everything goes right so now he's presented with that same decision. Suck it the fuck up. This isn't going to feel very good. This is going to really fucking suck, but it will give you a little more time. It won't save you, but it'll give you a little more time. So now he, I, what do you think he should choose, right? It's going to suck. He's gonna, his quality of life is gone. So is he, is he going through like a mm-hmm. kind of therapy? Yeah, yeah. He's going through a radiation therapy. Okay. It's really interesting because it's like I, I I think it comes down to the quality of life you're presented, right? Exactly. And and when you get to be old, right? Especially if you were lucky enough to live a life that you were happy with, you look back on it and go, Hell yeah, I did it. Like I'm happy with who I am and what I did and what I'm leaving behind. Especially at that point. You go, wow, do I want to die a shell of a human being hooked up to machines on 20 different pills a day, not able to wipe my own ass? You know what I mean? 
making the people I love most in the world watch me wither away and take care of me the whole time. You know what I mean? Go through treatment after treatment after treatment. Here's another bill. Here's another bill. Here's another bill. Just to die at the end? Or do you just say, okay, I'm done. And you let the cancer take you. And you're and you're out. You're out in a year. It's crazy that you're ever faced with that decision. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's a very interesting decision. I, mm-hmm. It's not the point that you're getting at, but the, the, the idea that there's an institution that says, we could maybe prolong your life. <laughs> we, well, we, we, could, we know we how could, to do that. We can, but you're going to lose probably all of your money. Yeah. You're going to be broke, but you'll be alive at the same time knowing that that same institution and other parts of the world wouldn't bankrupt the person. Right. Nothing about their financial situation would ever change. So it's 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 insane to me that there is a conglomerate of people who say, I want to save lives. However, this is going to hurt your bank account a little bit. <laughs> but if you want to live... You'll find a way. Right? You'll, you'll find a way. Mm-hmm. And... I can't imagine that decision because it's not just you deciding like, yeah, I want to live. You're deciding everyone around me is going to be affected by this decision because it's, it's right. their, it's also their livelihood. Right. Right. Were you married at the time? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So now you're not only making a decision for yourself, you're making Mm-mm. a decision for your wife. Uh, and, and to be honest, there were, I, I was in a very, I am in a very lucky situation, uh, fortunate situation where my wife wanted to stay with me and help me. She was ready to be the only source of income for our house and also take care of me. I couldn't, because of the pandemic, I wasn't allowed to go places. The I, worst time to get cancer. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I, I would argue it might actually have been the best time really? to get cancer. <laughs> Why do you think that? Because I fucking, I... Oh my God. Okay. You want to get like real weird about how things happen at the right time? 100%. Okay. Let me just explain this series of events here as quickly as possible. The headline on my video will be Why it was good to get cancer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here's why. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> January of 2020, I go to the doctor for the first time. I've been vomiting every morning just once, and then I get better. And the day goes on, right? But it's been happening for a few weeks now, so I should probably go to the doctor, right? I go to the doctor, um, go through a bunch of tests. She can't figure it out, can't figure it out. They go to look at my gallbladder. Oh, that looks weird. We're going to remove your gallbladder, okay? So June of 2020, I have my gallbladder removed. This means that I need to leave work and go on short-term disability, Rig in the fucking game number one. In order to use your short-term disability, they will wipe your vacation and sick time completely before paying you out on any disability. So when you go back to work, you have no paid time off. Rig one, okay? 
whatever I have to, I have no choice. I'm having an organ removed. (laughs) This is supposed to make all my problems go away though, right? So yeah, I'm going to bite the bullet. We'll get it taken care of. Well, the problems don't go away. They keep getting worse. I get real sick. And like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen anybody with cancer or a situation of that sort, but they get real sick looking. You know what I mean? Like, I looked like a skeleton. <laughs> and and I walked around with, like, a barf bucket and couldn't eat food for months. And, it, and this was, you still didn't know you had cancer? Still had no idea. Uh, it got to the point where, because they had robbed me of all of my paid time off and the way that my management structure worked, I couldn't take any time off to go to the doctor. I couldn't take time off to figure out why this was happening to me. To the point where I had my employees pulling me aside and literally crying, asking me why I won't go to the doctor. What's going on? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I eventually I quit that job. And the day I quit that job, I, I left my keys at the store. Had my wife drive me to the hospital, and I spent a like a week, little over a week in the hospital. Um, Why did you quit that job? <laughs> I I quit that job because it was a, a corporate retail job that I had given almost a decade of my life to. A decade. Al- almost, almost a decade of my life to. Close enough. Eight years. Yeah. That's- I haven't had a job longer than two years. Yeah. Um, Think about that. I mean, I grew up, I I was a kid when I got hired there. I grew up in this store trying to build something. Very well could be 20% of your life. Yeah. The average person, if you give almost a decade of your life to a job, that's at least 20%. Right. And and at the end of the day, uh, when I reached out for help, Mm -hmm. I was told no and it wasn't it wasn't like at a job where you could you could brush that off I was at a desperate place where if I didn't go get help I was gonna die like I I I knew it (laughs) and you were communicating this to your employer I mean it it wasn't I couldn't hide it I was I was sick and so how long did they prolong doing anything for you oh uh, probably a probably a month and and this and this was a month in the in the the depths of the pandemic, so I was working a retail job, trying to keep people um, following all of the different guidelines. guidelines that were changing every week, and fucking all of the bullshit that people were just like impatient and not willing to communicate so, in a respect like a respectful way. All of those pressures. Terrified. They're, they're scared. This is a new disease. And you are at the highest risk of dying out of anybody <laughs> in the population if you got the disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, put your fucking shirt on and go into work yeah. and sell these fucking items. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. It wasn't even that. They wouldn't tell me anything. So, I had to decide. And this is what was on me and part of why. Sorry, you're out of time. Well, well, I mean, yes, that's true. I, the there were things that made me have to stop and think about my decision. But at the end of the day, I didn't have to go and do that job. I could have gone and taken care of myself and yeah. and dealt with those consequences. But that meant I was taking care of myself. You know what I mean? 
And I didn't do that. I tried to hide the fact that I was sick. I, I, um, held out as long as I could in a very irresponsible fashion, you know? So there was part of it was on me. You know what I mean? But how much of that was just the pressure of them saying you're going to lose your income? Well, part of it, part of it is, is the way that we teach kids in this country, the, the way they should be treated at work and how they should work. 100%. 100%. Uh, you you know because we work together. Do I, do I do overtime? No. Do I take my full lunch and my breaks? 100%. Yes. Because <laughs> if I fucking died on that ground right there, they would step over my dead body to train the person to replace me. I. Uh, you, what did you do before? What do you mean? Did you work overtime before? Oh my Put god! Hours oh yeah, it was my life. It was my entire life. If so I wasn't at work, I was talking about work. With the reality that one day this is over, this mm-hmm. experience is done, and this is what I've done with back. my time. Yeah, yeah. And I sat here and I did this thing for these people who don't fucking care if I die. Yeah, not at all, not at all, not at all. <clears throat> and 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 so that's such an interesting perspective to have mm-hmm. move moving out of that space where you're in remission and now you feel like there's there's more opportunity that you 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 broke through the other side right 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 and and now you can see how you've You've done what I think a lot of psychedelics do for people. <laughs> like honestly, they like they people take psychedelics. They confront their fear of death, typically because people everyone's scared of dying. There's, there's, it's one of the most terrifying things that you'll ever think of. Mm-hmm. And and I think psychedelics can make it feel real enough as if it was actually like cancer or something happening to you. Right, right. right. And then so you can sit yeah. there and you can contemplate. Fuck. What the fuck? You what could really fuck? empathize yeah. with somebody in that situation. And then and you think, what, yeah. fuck, what am I doing? You know, you know what's kind of funny though? I I for a period of time was un unsure of if I was gonna ever get better, right? Exactly. Yeah, but that's and, the part of it. Yeah. And well, during that period of time. You, yeah, you do start to ask these bigger questions, and and a lot of it was like, oh my god, I fuck, I fucked up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking die at 27, and I fucked it. Like this is it. Oh, this is horrible. And and a lot of it though was like, but like this is it. Like the clarity I have right now is insane because it's so death is permanent. Death, like it, if this does kill me. Like I, I see it coming. I have time to think about these things and really contemplate my decisions and how I view life and how I process things and and what's important. Like what is actually important, right? Like you're dying. Like you see that. Like you're dying. And I got better. So I have this perspective now that changed a lot for me. Uh, of what is important. Um, and I look around and I see my peers and our young age and I realize that they have not yet seen that clarity. So why cancer is actually kind of a cool thing if you, if you beat it, 
um, is it, it teaches you a lesson in life that a lot of people don't learn until they're old and about to die. And I get to live the rest of my life. Yeah, you get to live the rest of your life early enough knowing that that there is this other perspective out there that changes literally everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. I don't know if that always makes it easier to say no to things, though. I think think what it gives you is the ability... Depends what it is. (laughs) I think what it gives you is the ability to learn that you can say no, right? Like, oh, I... Fuck you. I don't care. Right. Well, that's the thing. When I say what's actually important in life, right? Uh, I think the most important commodity that you can ever obtain in your life is time. And the tragic thing about it is that you can never obtain more. You will only ever deplete that commodity. Right? Yeah. And Unless you get take hella dabs and then you're just like in an an infinitum. Yeah, like if you do fractal. enough drugs, you, <laughs> you can do enough you, drugs. Time kind of just crystallizes into time. a nonsense. Exactly. And welcome to Couch Lock. You're in a very spiritual <laughs> <laughs> revolutionary statement you're making, and then my bad. No, no. Aside you're, from the joke. No, but you're you're totally right. As I sit here stoned off of my ass, I love to slow down like this and just oh. Yeah. That's what's so amazing and about chill, it, right? right? Yeah, because otherwise I'm fast. I'm I'm um, solving problems before they even happen because my brain is just too snappy. Probably joke, the last decade it's of my also life. Like kind of really true. Like even just watching a movie, it like if you can actually allow yourself to watch the movie, it's like you get absorbed into the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like oh, that's what I love a, about it. You're just yeah. living like this weird, like different time span of like an entire yeah, story. Yeah. That's my fa- like one of my favorite quotes I've ever heard is any so it, this guy was gazing into a water droplet on a on a, on a blade of grass. Wow. And he said any Stoned world as fuck. any <laughs> world <laughs> given <laughs> enough attention has an infinite reality to explore. Was that guy actually an elephant and was his name Horton? <laughs> Probably. And were there who's living in that I don't water? Know. Drop? Maybe it was Dr. Seuss. I, I'm just saying. Maybe he's a fucking genius, you. okay? I gotta take a piss. Oh my god. You you wanna know something really tragic I learned the other day? I and I I'm sorry, I don't know much more than just what I'm about to say about it, but it's pretty fucking tragic. You know the guy that wrote The Big Friendly Giant? I know the book. Uh, kind of. His daughter died because he didn't get, uh, or she. It was like a time where kids were dying of this like disease. Polio. I think it was polio. Yeah, and she like he he like she like got it. He didn't know, and then she died. Oh. And and then he wrote (laughs) all these kids' books. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. That's that's weird. Isn't that pretty tragic? Yeah. Yeah, I learned it kind of like puts like like you, do you want to know that as a kid <laughs> reading those books? No, you don't. It's like no, that's like learning all. about how they make Disneyland magical. Yeah. You don't want to know that either. No. Nah. Ruins that shit. They trace out Oh man. Oh uh, yeah. The, the tower to make it 
I won't lie, though. I go to Disneyland all the time. <laughs> oh, there's like there's like a whole science to like making it more than it is. Oh, right. All the illusion, the sleight yeah. of hand, trick of the eye. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of it there. It, it Honestly, we went this last Christmas. We were there, and it's kind of gone downhill a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It wasn't as, as magical as it used to be pre-pandy. You ever go to Burning Man? No, I really want to. And I know they did like the, uh, you know, like the, the bandit burn or whatever, the fucking... Uh, I don't, I don't, I've never gone either. I'm just oh, kind of, really? I, I feel like I've heard anyways that Burning Man is just like way less cool than it used oh, to be. Oh man. Yeah. I feel like that kind of happens when things that start with a real spiritual and meaningful, um, you Everyone know, root like kind of turns into, on. yeah. People kind of like taint it with like this poison fucking party yeah. mentality. I what, what that's crazy to think that that would happen. To, like what what has happened in Disneyland that makes it less cool? It's not that people it. are doing acid when they go. To oh my god, that's that would be so great. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be. Is so it because great. so many people are doing drugs when they go to Disneyland? No, it's because people who can't mm-hmm. are, are trying to overdose on cheeseburgers are going to Disneyland and they're walking around taking up too much space. It's just become That's too right. like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Disneyland! Disneyland's problem right now is that they're desperately trying to, I think, gain money back from what they lost during their closure, and yeah. so they've hiked the prices up on a lot of things without really um, upping it the, the value. value exactly the value of it at all. Um, you can People buy beer like more conveniently beer. in California Adventure, though. So, you know, you're into that. Yes, <laughs> You're into that. I've had uh, two sips of beer in the last, like, I don't know, three or four years now. No, no, no. Like three years. Just don't drink alcohol. No, that, sh- that shit. Like, it's like, poof. Poof. Bad. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah. But oh my God, those two sips of beer, I remember them both fondly. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is so good. I was like, oh, I wish I could have more. Yeah. Wow. It was so refreshing. Do you guys like beer? Yeah. That's not bad. You'll do a beer? I have one of my coworkers. He's like this, like, Dare I say, like half retarded dude? Like he's he's genuinely. Dare like, I say half retarded? Dare I, I don't, say? Dare I, don't, I say? He just like is he's like if if ever there was a person you'd be like oh this guy is like definitely maybe socially retarded. there but just a really dumb and totally okay with being that. Oh, that's like, nice. Yeah, but um, he means that in a most did, loving way. He's sure. no, yeah, yeah yeah. He's a great guy. I forgot why I brought it up. Sorry. Because <laughs> he likes beer? Oh, he's never had he's never had a sip of alcohol in his life. He's wow. like also he's probably had genius. sex like wow. three times in his whole life. He's never like all the like things that we consider like common human experiences. He's had very few of. Very few of, yeah. Is he a and sociopath? 
I think he's just really dumb. I think oh. he's the opposite of a sociopath. Wait, but I'm just I'm just kind you of can hung see up on socio- sociopathic tendencies. Like he obviously gets like enjoys things because he knows you enjoy them. That's not sociopathic. That's the exact opposite. Of oh, is it? Yeah, sociopaths. Yeah, only they do wouldn't care for their own gain. So they don't care if you have. Doesn't any everybody? Or doesn't anybody do anything for their own gain? Though. Are you a well, sociopath? No, the <laughs> only reason. The only reason that you would enjoy something else because you know somebody else enjoys it it's is because, because you're being considerate. No, it's because well, it you depends. want. Because you want to. That's a that's a that's a what do you a selfish employment like you want to relate to that person you're it's doing that for thing. your own interest no 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 so here's what here's the deal with therefore sociopaths. like if that's what a sociopathic tendency is then we're all sociopaths mm. no a sociopathic tendency <laughs> is extreme. to do things without the disregard of how it affects other people so you don't okay. it's not just that's the emotion thing. it's not just the emotion like you don't it, we're all doing things with like our a lot of people interest. don't want people to feel bad Right, because yeah. it doesn't allow for society to run. That's a different thing from being a sociopath. A sociopath. Okay, then he's definitely doesn't like, want a person. This to guy feel is bad. like the most generous, loving person ever. So yeah, that's a different thing. That's that's almost the opposite. So that could be called manic. Like it could be called mania. So a lot of times, people with mania will be overly warm and welcoming to anything that's in their in in their path because they're ready to accept. Anything because they're so positive. But mania has episodes. So they go through this peak of mania where they're like, yeah, man, let's do that. Let's do that. It's like, it's like being on coke. Like, yeah, let's fucking go. Let's do this. They're he's excited not, for everything. I love you. Yeah. I want you to help. And then, and then, uh, then they'll be like super down. Just fucking burn it he's off. He's not any yeah, of these uh-oh. things. <laughs> I promise you're right. He's not any of these things. He's not a sociopath. He's not manic. He's just dumb as fuck. Is he ever emotional? He's just dumb as fuck. So I just, promise yeah, he's normal, you. He's a normal dude, yeah. I think, well, but he's not. Having compassion for people I'm doesn't sure mean I'm sure he has some sort of, like, disability. What if he was just Buddhist? Maybe he no. got dropped on his head. <laughs> he doesn't even know what Buddha is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, I just, I forget. I, for he the second beer. time, forgot why I beer. brought him up. He's dumb oh, as hell, yeah, but he yeah. loves some beer. Yeah. Is that no, your whole point? Never had beer in his life. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I He's wonder never if had drinking it. one sip of beer would change his whole Interesting. reality. I grew up, um, I grew up uh, just being a dumbass kid a lot, but I was friends with all the Mormon kids. And I always thought that, too, because I'd be, like, out being a dumb teenager, right, hooping and hollering. And all the, then I'd, like, go to school and see them, yeah, hooping and hollering. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and be like, oh, you guys just, like, hung out and, like, went to Play church. chess. Uh, all weekend, that's, <laughs> that's fun. Like, it kind of made me feel, like, a little bit better about myself, you know, <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh, that's what good decisions are, huh? That's that's, that's kind of how Braden was. Really? For I think probably in high school he it flipped. But he's like a little Mormon kid. Like his roots he, are Mormon. He's Mormon? His roots oh, are Oh, it flipped heavy, Mormon. bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was the other guy on our podcast? There's he, Mormons can either Oh, what's up, Braden? Mormons either stay Mormon or be beca- they're like Amish people. Or they're they just out. fucking totally get He's really 
amazing at piano and guitar. He's like an oh. incredible musician. Yeah, and and, it's and a Mormon just thing. An overall beautiful soul. Right? But <laughs> I had no idea it was Mormon because he's the most like. Oh, he's the most anti Mormon person ever. He's anti oh, well, that everything. would explain it. Yeah, Raiden's like literally like, oh, you like that thing? Let me destroy it. But also, <laughs> totally believes in like a lot of like, like family, like Christian family values. Yeah. That's you know, that's one thing I'll say about about all of those kids was like they all had uh, like really solid families, and yeah. that was really cool. Especially when my family was like falling apart. Do you want to hear the uh, the story? Uh, that the at Mormon least some of the You know, I Sometimes. spent I spent a lot of time with one of with, with a couple of those families, and at least for those, like I I definitely saw like true yeah. family bonds You're like, that were. Whoa, like, these people function. I was like, as I thought, yeah, like this only happens in like eighties <laughs> sitcoms. What yeah. is what's going on? Holy shit, they like each other. <laughs> like my mom and dad can't even be in the same room right no one's now. Throwing like, pans that's what's or so knives? weird is when you said that I was like. Like in my head, I'm like, that's almost a mental. That's almost like a, a weird. Disorder. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. You, sh- you can't get along with your family. That's, that's not fucked up. right. Yeah, like, that's fu- That's not real. You guys want to suck each other off later? What the yeah. Fuck? What the so fuck? which one of you has the gambling problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what secret? Like that's like you guys are just hiding this better than everybody else, right? Yeah. Exactly. Like, you guys are really fucked up because you guys have a real good mirage going. But it was like, no, no. They actually, in fact, they just spawn a yeah. lot and continue to love each other even more. It's, it's like a so weird, weird, like, like and then, and look then, at this army of love we've have you, created. Have you ever met people like that? I met, I met a group of friends who was, I was friends with this one guy. I'm not friends with anymore because he was kind of annoying. But he introduced me to a group of friends that was so inviting, and Aww. their family was so loving. Yeah. And th- and we were like, I was like, it was weird too because like I was born in this area, mm-hmm. and almost got raised in this area, but then moved to Reno, right? And so I was like, God, I would have grown up with these people. I would, <laughs> I would have had a completely different fucking the life. trajectory. And then, and then, like every th- their house is big and nice, and like they were doing all the things I love doing. And, the, and I was like, everything about this is love and happiness. <laughs> they they ordered pizza for me. I didn't know they just met me. Yeah. What the? F- I yeah. started crying. Like, I love you guys. I don't ever want to leave. I only hung right. with them once, but still, <laughs> I, I remember that so vividly and so heartbreakingly. I was like, "This is like a level of connection and commitment to other people that that I haven't like had." Yeah. In in terms of like an entire family just being like, "Yeah, dude, you're." You're a part of the family because you're hanging with our kids one time. They seem to like you. Welcome to the family. Yeah, like welcoming. Yeah. Right. And I was like. That's how it <laughs> was. That's how it was with Ma- Mike's family. Mike from Couch Lock. He's the other guy on, on my podcast. Uh, when I, we just like had this string. We met each other, right? Uh, at work. And it was like. Just a real easy, like, oh, this is a really just... It's so smooth. Such a nice guy. Like, fun yeah. to talk to. <laughs> it's so he, weird. Like, 
he, I, at the time, I had no idea who, like, Zack Snyder was or any of that superhero he stuff. He introduced you to Zack Snyder. And he the was the Zack one, Snyder. The Zack Snyder. He got me hooked on the Zack Snyder. Yes. Wow. And, but, know you know, That's yeah. Amazing. I know. Mike, gotta love the guy. But, yeah, Shout like. Out to Mike. We just ended up finding each other at the right time for shit storms to strike. And so our friendship like built uh built up on us like just like really being there for each other. Going through some hard shit, yeah. Right, exactly. So like when it came to me getting cancer, uh like his entire family was like there for me. Like it wow. was it was like so crazy cuz it was like these people are so fucking nice. Like, wh- how? Why? Like, I... And then you're like, hey, my family. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? My... Bruh. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, my... You know, I, I will I will admit, like, uh, I spoke to family that I didn't normally speak to, like, more often. And, like, have built some better relationships. That's nice. With them. Yeah, from this, so that's really nice. But yeah, but. some of them were like, <laughs> but. Right. yeah, but yeah, you know, it's it's hard to speak about family, but it's it's one of those things where it's like, I it's, I get it. It's like, what if I remember par- the thing that creeps me out the most? It's honestly like horrifically, like horrifically creepy. Is I remember my family being this connected when I was like four and five. Like mm. I remember how loving and connected everybody was. I remember the feeling, I remember like walking around as like, and just feeling like absolute love. Yeah. And then like, I remember moving out of like the place that we lived and then it just kind of evaporated. Mm. And it was like, it wasn't like when I saw them, I felt the same love. Yeah. Occasionally, and and our family has had its struggles throughout the years, uh, with many different like things that come up through life. But I just remember like being, I I remember having this feeling when I was like four and five. I was like, whoa, because my grandparents were well off. Okay. And my grandparents were like doing really well, especially at the time, and. They and, and my mom was living in the house at the time. My aunt was living in the same house, and everything was great. And I remember this big house, this giant yard. And it's like it's like this earliest memories though. So it's just like the colors and like the the ha- the warmth of mm-hmm. the memory. Like it almost feels like a painted like canvas yeah, yeah. in in my mind. And I just remember the the warmth of love radiating through that canvas. And and I and then there was just this period where as I got older got colder and darker and 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 drawn further apart, almost as if those threads of those canvas like started to like unweave themselves. And I just remember thinking like There was, it seemed at the time that there was two paths that could have been taken. There was a path where I embraced the love mm-hmm. and the warmth. And then there was the path that I went on, which was 
not to deny the love and the warmth, but to almost defy it. I don't know if that makes sense. But there was two paths, and I chose the path that was that had more obstacles, it seemed. <laughs> and I can remember this decision in my mind as a child. And it is v- it's very odd to me to remember such a decision because it makes me think that like life is, is these series of decisions that lead to unfolding stories. And although I had no power as a child, there was nothing I could have done. Everything was going to happen the way it did. But I felt like I had a choice. I felt like this was my decision. And when I think back on it, 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 it blows my mind because I'm like, oh, what a different life I would have lived if I would have emoted differently. Mm-hmm. And although that sounds like, like pathological, that's not the way I'm trying to make it. I'm, I'm in a more philosophical sense, it's like what amount of, of intention that you bring to this, this thing we call existence that we don't know what it is, how much does your intent sway the outcome? And, and when I think back to that, it's immeasurable. And it's almost unnoticeable. Mm. That's, uh, yeah, I mean, coming from like a commission sales point of view, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the intent you go into a conversation with can impact things quite a bit. <laughs> hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's so interesting. It's well, like, do you think well, you you're making it at least from, from my perspective, you're m- making it out to seem like that was one decision or like one finite period in your life, but don't don't you think that's probably more of like a a a, a long whatever path you made that m- like consistent decision to defy that love more often than to accept it which i don't think is a bad thing i just think it's like you're f- you you're choosing to outline what that thing is it's a by tone. figuring out mm-hmm. what things are that aren't that i don't know if it was a singular decision that's why it's hard to like, i think when i try to explain it i try right. to like it's like you're break it down to like oh it was like a if and this but no it's a, it's it's more like music it's like it's like a mood that colors that this era mood. here's this tone that yeah. when I was young without knowledge of the world or at least only the knowledge of the unknown that came from birth whatever that fucking is right. I adopted this frequency in which I navigated towards and yeah. I don't know why I don't know if it's my neurochemistry or what it is. But it felt completely like my decision. Hmm. If I was to be honest, it's not like it wasn't my decision. I was like, oh, and yeah, that tone. I like that tone. Yeah. And then I just kind of felt, and then I realized that that sound was actions. And then I realized that that sound was was what I was saying. And that, that, that tone and that frequency that I was adhering to was literally the, the, the way I was interacting with right. the life that I was experiencing. Yeah, yeah. I became the frequency in which I most resonated. Do you with. think like was that like a fundamental decision that everybody com- has to mm-hmm. come to? And is it like is that a yes. is yeah. that a two way split or is 
or is there two extremes and you drifted more towards one extreme? I think, well, I think there's many different tones. Just on the fact that there's many different lives. Exactly. Yeah. Every aspect of the human existence is is on a spectrum. Every aspect of it. But so here's here's what's really interesting about it. To bring it back to Buddhism is... God damn it, Buddha. What they do is they go, oh, you know, the, the traditional... Yeah, 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 frequency. The if we could all do it right now. Oh. So that vibration, oh. that vibrational frequencies, <laughs> whatever, cool. whatever you do, that <laughs> is that thing, right? That becomes the source in which all tonalities change from. Mm-hmm. That. And people go, people do all these different things throughout their life. And these are the stories of existence. These are the fabrics that connects us. These are, Mm -hmm. these are the instruments of our lives that have a, it's hard. I don't, I don't know what it is. It sounds beautiful, though. <laughs> like sounds, sand through the hourglass. It's, well, it seems like <laughs> sandy tomatoes. Whatever that thing is that <laughs> oh, you're dear. talking about, uh, speaking about it, language is it's only an extension. Because the thing is, it's, what we it's have only right a tool that can like dance around whatever it is you're talking about. It's oh, only going to be that a shadow source thing of the source. Is, yeah. It's pre words it's pre it's it's pre like concept yeah it's innate man you know i it's it's interesting because i think really what you're what you're talking about is somebody's ability to communicate in different situations and some people will communicate better in certain you know some situations than others right but then like other people are kind of shapeshifter communicators where they can communicate with a wide variety of people for for one reason or another, right? I think those reasons can vary from like maybe as a child you had a verbally abusive household so you became a really good communicator in the sense of you had to because it was your defense, Right? Literally my life. Yeah. yeah, I was, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. just going to say, are you targeting me right now? I'm fucking <laughs> looking into to your me? soul. <laughs> warning. I'm getting offended. Because you're bringing up old memories of abuse. And I can't handle it. Well, and then I think about... <laughs> I think about kids that grew up like myself oh. doing speech and debate where you're taught how to manipulate the way you communicate. To affect the audience in, in, in terms of their opinion, right? Or because I or was an asshole child to make somebody cry because I knew that I could emotionally you know, like melt them into butter with my words if I wanted to because I could effectively communicate in a way to make somebody just shut down. How... How early did you learn that? <laughs> because because I, I was 10 years old when I found out I was smarter than my dad. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry, dad. <laughs> I remember this specific point in my life where the funny thing is I don't ever think about why the incident happened until just now because I'm like reflecting on it in, in terms of a conversation. But... 
I remember throwing sand in this in this kid's eyes. And I was like four. We were inside this this red tubular crawl space that had like light shining through it and there was just like this hot sand below and I just picked it up and I saw this innocent human looking at me with love and care and I threw it in their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was an adventure. (laughs) And I wanted to see what happened. Cause and effect. (laughs) And and I I looked deep into their fucking eyes as they... Yeah. (sighs) Why? (laughs) Why did you do that to me? It came out of nowhere. God damn I'm just it. a child. I don't understand anything yet. And now there's particles of glass glistening through my eyelids. Glistening through my eyelids. And it hurts. And I'm like, I can see you're upset. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> that's the minute I knew. I was like, when they're like, <gasps> they're about to do like the loud cry thing. So this is what we were talking about with sociopaths. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this is when this is when I learned. I was like, "Oh, the loud cry thing is happening." And they're like, wah, wah. and I was like, "Okay, look, 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 look hey, dude." It's like, calm down. You can throw sand in my eyes. Oh <laughs> my god! Let's make it even. Well, that that does cancel out the socio. Well, yeah. I don't know. You still are motivated, so he doesn't tell on you, and that exactly. is the only reason. No, so, so I think no, no, no. I think my childhood brought me up as a sociopath, and I don't remember parts of the the early part of it where it caused the sociopathic involvement. I just think it was like the absence of. I think you just understood like, like attention. I think you yeah. just understood like part of the way that humans function when they're I was that young. Always trying to figure out what that. happens when that happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was never cause and I, effect. I think I was always. Effect. It wasn't. It was never cause and effect <coughs> for me. At least I don't express it that way in my mind, I, even to this day. Like I, I think it was always like. It's like cause, 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 and then effect. No, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's kind of like when you enter an open world video game, you're like, can I hit that plant? (laughs) That's what it was. Like, it wasn't even like cause and effect. It was just like, can I do this? (laughs) Right. And then that was like my entire thought. But then I thought about it deeper. I was like, so I can do that. Can I do this? (laughs) And then I was like, wait a minute, a minute. I think I understand the pattern here. If he starts to cry, it's going to alert the teacher. And if the teacher is alerted, I can't do the thing anymore. So throw sand in my eyes, and then I divert the attention <laughs> entirely. Like, look, you do, I did that to you. You can do it to me. But I know it's coming. I'm not going to care. And, and, then, and then, so that's sort of like the entire way I grew. And then I was like kind of a bully for like five years of my life. I, at I, what age? Five, like five. Okay. Yeah, so like from, I don't know. You're like Angelica from the Rugrats. I always thought she was a bitch, but. Well, <laughs> maybe but no, you no, should no, have no, reflected no. on that a little bit more. So what happened is I remember being bullied. Mm-hmm. And then because of being bullied by an older kid, I bullied a younger kid that was weaker, that, that wanted to be my friend. <laughs> and I was like, all right. 
let's see if what he does to me does the same thing to you. And so I did it to them. But then I think I had a response that the other person didn't have. Oh. Like very early on, I was like, I don't like doing this. <laughs> He's sad. I don't want to make him sad. I want you him to saw be saw the happy. emotional impact. And then we became literally best friends. Oh. Like, yeah, his name was John. And, and then we were like fucking super tight for like six years after that. Nice. It was, it was amazing. And then I, l- I really learned. I mean, I still bullied here and there because I wasn't <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't completely understand it. But it was like, it was only, I only played into it when the older kids were playing into it. Like, that was like my crux. What? It was like a reaction to you getting bullied as you felt yeah, like you I had to. Yeah, I wanted to be accepted by the older kid because the older kid was the coolest kid. And the coolest mm. kid at the time got to hang out with all the kids that were my age. And basically told them what to do. Yeah. And so they were, like, under this, like, mystique. Like, oh, wow, that's the only kid. Let's, let's all be his friend. And then so I saw that at a very early age. And I was like, well, if I'm like him, then I'll have that. Mm-hmm. But then I think the older kid saw that and he targeted me. Which is crazy, <laughs> right? It's very – but then if you look at, like, like the – the nature of chimps, that's exactly what happens. Like, if, the if like, one of the chimps starts doing something, it's, like, the older chimp yeah. or, like, the more productive chimp or whatever it is, and then the, another one starts doing the same behavior. Yeah. The other one will beat up that one to prove dominance. And if they're older and stronger, they win. And then that one becomes the outcast. So, and, or, sometimes what happens is the younger one is actually bigger and stronger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that one's like, and bruh, what? And like, then fucks up that one. Your and time is like, done. <laughs> yeah. But I was never the bigger and stronger kid. I was yeah. just the one who thought I was bigger and stronger. I, you know, I don't know. I guess I had, I definitely had, like, the potential to be made fun of growing up because I, I definitely had, like, a girly phase, but for the large majority of my life, I've definitely been, like, the tomboy mm-hmm. type, right? And so, like, yeah, there was definitely, I feel like, potential growing up for kids to have made fun of me. But they never did because I was just goofing and spoofing, like, <laughs> literally the entire time. So they just liked you. They're just like, they're cool. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. like, like, you know how, you know how it's just, you know, you're making goofing and spoofing jokes around town, around, you know, whatever it is <laughs> all the time. And so, yeah, I never got made fun of everybody. <laughs> I would literally just kind of float from group to group at school, just being like, hey, what's up? That's what I, I became, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, glue quarter. I su- I would super glue quarters all over the school. Do you ever f- <laughs> did you ever That's feel funny. like yeah. a part of the group, Dude, anybody sees oh, that. Yeah. I, I never felt like a part like, of the group. I don't know what this chick is doing, yeah. but. I would super glue. I In high school, though. would you even ask? Like, I feel like <laughs> a lot of times you'd be like, Oh, that girl's gluing quarters. <laughs> yeah. They, nice. Nobody knew. <laughs> and you just, like, leave. Like, you would never even think. But the teacher so would be funny. like, what the fuck are you doing? So I did I did miscalculate, and I stopped because it made me feel bad. But, was like. poor? Because all of your yeah, money was on just, the wall? Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I fucking, I super glued a quarter to the, to the ground, right? And I didn't really think about it, but I fucking, I super glued it in front of the special ed door. So when the class <laughs> got out. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the best they unintentional would not, they burn would ever. They would not let it go. They would not let it go. So I fucking, I like went up to them. I was like, guys, I don't think it's going to move. And they like just would not leave it alone. And they spent the whole <laughs> break. The whole fucking break. No, but break. it's a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... Yeah, so I felt bad after that, and I stopped because I was like, um, "I can't be wasting people's time like that. (laughs) It's messed up." I mean, that might have been like the best use of their time. Yeah, (laughs) you might have changed their lives. If I could just get this quarter off the ground, I'd be like King Alexander, who poured the sword from the stone. Literally, <laughs> could you? That's mm. actually maybe the funniest movie of all time. <laughs> it's like the special ed kid who pulls the like the stuck quarters <laughs> that you. Like, oh, I am the most powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked, bro. Like, <laughs> that's fucked. I can only make these jokes because my my grandma worked with like special ed kids all the time. Oh, that gives you th- that's yeah, like, I, that I, makes I, it okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally okay with them. Oh, okay. No, I love them to death, and and you have to make fun of them. You that's have okay. to because they love it. I'm like, yeah, dude, why does everyone treat me so seriously? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what is everyone so fucking cautious? Like, it's such a creepy. Im- can you imagine if everyone around you was like, Ooh. yeah, she has cancer. Stop. Like that would that would make you so mad. I feel like that would make you so angry. Could you imagine me? <laughs> yeah, like, dude, what the fuck, bro? You would you would like yeah, knowing you, you would shit on people so hard. Like, oh my god! But that's why, like, when do you think that mentality switched? Because, what? like, for I I think personally, maybe this isn't totally true. I feel like that mentality, like, don't uh. Like this person's going through a hard time. Let's not mess with them. Like that was pushed for generations. It's only recently that we've been like, no, like it's just as important it's to not even make mainstream. fun of the person with cancer. Yeah. As it, well, not I don't even know. Also, it's really like confusing now. I make so many jokes about it. Like that's how I deal with it. Is yeah, I yeah. I made it funny as fuck to me yeah. because it is. So you might be a little desensitized to it. At least that, because I, I, I mean, I spend my weekend slapping cancer patients in the fucking <laughs> in the real world. My friend had cancer, and you're like, "What? That's not, <laughs> yeah, this is what you deserve now." Every now and then, my mom will like use it, use her like the fact that I had cancer as an excuse for something, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she'll have like she'll have had like a bad day at work she'll be like well my daughter had cancer <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny like, oh fuck i'm sorry because it's so deep like i i get i understand like but you almost watched your kid die that's freaking yeah. that's bad it's like but like, like you should get something later, for that also it's so funny <laughs> my like you should get something it's like, like 12 years later and she's like at a restaurant and like her fries come out cold. She's oh, like, God damn it. My daughter had cancer and you're giving me cold French and you're fries. Giving me cold fries. Cold fries. Maybe yeah. that's when it's time to reti- retire it. Man. 
No, dude, they're, they're immediately like, I'm sorry. I don't want to bring the cancer back. I'll give you all these That's it's what like I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm so mad because of the pandemic. I never really got to cash in the cancer cards. No, dude, they're like, no, it's COVID, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, everyone's so about sniffles. Like, literally, the only people that are dying... <laughs> I, I, I know how you probably feel about it because you were in the hospital during the time. But I like, was I was the person that was like. But no, 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 no. Like, the only people dying were the the, the the aside from the people who had other things that were going on with their health. It was only old people. Yeah, like like sick, like sickly, sickly people. old people sickly who were like, people. I can't take this one, and it's like, well, duh, no one can take this one. Like it's it's hard enough to take when you're yeah. when you're young and healthy. But, like, of course, when you're old, like, the average death rate for COVID was above the average death rate for the entire U.S. More people were dying from heart disease than of COVID. Think about that. That is a real statistic. Well, you know, we definitely do not prioritize our fucking health around here in the United States at all. (laughs) We don't. So it's all pretty fucked anyways, isn't it? You know what I just saw? I don't. I don't know how much you like look at like watch Russell Brand or anything. Do you know Russell oh, Brand? Oh yeah, he has a great YouTube channel, and he he basically takes like news segments and he like reads it. Out. He's like, look at this. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? And so they're <laughs> in his very Russell Brandish way. Yeah, and then Johnson and Johnson is under thirty. Listen, thirty-eight thousand lawsuits. For baby powder that mm. causes cancer. Carcinogenic <laughs> baby powder. You know, what does it have? Like, uh, is this like the thing where Aspartame, they were like, like, what the fuck pulling is Pulling magnet. Like, they, people were like dragging magnets through it and pulling <laughs> shit out. So they have 38,000. Perspective. Bill Cosby had 38 women go against him. And everyone's like, nope. Well, actually, people Johnson seem to be John- okay with it in the end. I mean, for the the, I guess that. the yeah, well, it's bad timing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand <laughs> A few your point. Ago, though this was more serious, but yeah, they let what, 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 <laughs> what the fuck? But I, I yeah, yeah, it's or even like, uh, you think about like all of the recalls they do on cars and shit like that. Like, what do you, what do you mean? My steering car. wheel could just fall off at any second, yeah. and I need to bring the car. You in know now. how easy car like, science is compared to medical science. Yeah, and they're still like, oh, oh, and then people putting drugs in your body, like, mm-hmm. baby powder, and it's like, yeah, cancer. It uh, reminds like, me of, um, fuck, dude. It reminds me of the. Did you guys ever read Fight Club? You guys read the book? I didn't read it, but... You guys are familiar with the movie. Well, in the book... Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's fair. Um, In the book he's discussing, he's talking about how he's an insurance agent, right? For a a car company. And his job is to go out and decide if the lawsuit cost... uh, outweighs the cost of what it would be to recall the parts and yeah. upgrade and fix it. And if it's cheaper to pay for the lawsuit, they won't fix the car. They'll just let it go. And if it causes an accident, they'll pay for it. 
Uh, I know it's like a fictional book and everything. I don't know how real it is, that's but probably pretty real. It kind of feels like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's what there's people that there's for sure. There's people that get paid to do that. Oh and yeah. The, they're like how much money they make is probably factored into whether or not that right. lawsuit is like worth the money or not. There was insurance is such an, Oh no. Did you fuck up your pen? No, I'm plugged back in. Uh. <laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> oh, no, it's right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're still, okay. Yeah, cool. Good. Um, we're yeah. full Gooch. Hairless Gooch. Let's go. That's my, that's my stepdad's last name. <laughs> Gooch? Yeah, you can't drop that on me. <laughs> I <laughs> like that's okay. <laughs> uh, I call my mom Mama Gooch. Oh, you, uh, you told me that actually Mama before. Gooch, so yeah. actually, it's okay. It's you can't drop that on me. Is I just love it. Like actually, just G G O O C H. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got <laughs> it. You've got it. <laughs> that's awesome. And like, I'll tell you that's guys, my mom really doesn't know how to pick a good guy. She was, she's really just fucking busted in that department. But when she introduced me to this guy and he told me his last name's Gooch. Is his first name Turner? Uh, Turner and Gooch. Tur- <laughs> Turner and Magooch? Turn- no. I just don't like is what. Is his first name Frunger? No. Frunger what is a Gooch? F- what is a first person? What is a. A person with the last name Gooch's first name. Well, you know it's funny you mentioned Maximum Gooch. There's a there's an entire <laughs> family of Gooches actually, so it just depends. Many a name, a many a right. first name oh, can be attributed there, to. Is there a Gooch the third? There are no there are well, no junior Gooches name. or. Uh, no, nah, I just was. Like, what yeah. did you say? Last name. Last name is Gooch. Well, yeah, there it would only be a Gooch the third if it was like Max Gooch the third, Maximum Gooch the third. Yeah, Maximum Gooch the third. Hey, you need to talk to your family because all the Gooches are Gooches. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd have to be like Hugh G Gooch, Humongous <laughs> Gooch, Hugh G Gooch Junior, <laughs> and then you Harry can have Gooch, Harry Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Yes, points. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> uh, babe, babe, I'm sorry. Your partner has already said that answer. <laughs> Richard uh, Gooch. Oh no. Dick, Dick Gooch. Dick Dr. Gooch. Richard Gooch. Dick Dr. Gooch. Dick Gooch. I like yeah. Flappy. Flappy Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna name your kid Flappy. <laughs> I'll name my kid Flappy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that kid is going to be picking up that nickel for a while. <laughs> Say, yo, Flap Trap, get over here. <laughs> flap Trap, stop fucking with the nickel. It's glued to the ground. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> my yeah, bad, mother. Exactly. <laughs> Just surviving Flappy Gooch there. on the way. Flappy Oh, man, I need to go update all of my usernames yeah, like to a, that immediately. That's like a fucking... Clan tag, f- Flappy Gooch. Why did you got to make it racial, bro? 
or what, what's what's clan tag? I think that's what the the young kids it? just call a group nah. of kids. I, oh, I sorry, I have a different. Clan. Or is it like a house? <laughs> I was thinking phase clan. Tag, clan? What's the name they do say like... clan. Hey, don't use clan. Use a club. Maybe let's use a different word. I think I'm clan. Still, kind of I'm still thinking of like black, like Call of Duty clan tag. Like I don't know what is it called. Like you're right. What's your ID name in video games? You're just your user ID. Yeah, I don't know. No, there's a fucking word for it. it. Depends on gamer the game tag. Gamer tag. Oh, Why did I have tag? to say clan tag? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking racist. Gamer tag bro. is so much <laughs> you got more clan obvious. On the brain, bro? <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. cluxing around these parts, bro. Oh, I wonder whatever came of Ezra Miller's call out. You told mm-hmm. me about that. What yeah, happened? I don't Is know. Is he dead now? No, he's still alive. He's gonna kill some black, some white people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is Ezra Miller black? N- I've it's I white, I right? don't know what his ethnicity is. Oh, so <laughs> it's not necessarily white. Correct. Okay. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I mean. That's like kind of a big deal, like a f- like an A list celebrity. I don't know. Would you consider Ezra Miller an A list celebrity? Maybe B, B list. All I think of, I like, don't know who it is, but I'm definitely not. Don't have my finger on the pulse. Oh, uh, Ezra Miller plays the Flash in Justice League. <laughs> I just like the idea of the Flash killing a bunch of KKK guys. <laughs> Right? In the video, he's wearing a ring with the Flash logo. He's like... (laughs) He believes he's He's a superhero. He's like like Kingpin Flash. I think a lot of actors have extreme personality disorders, and that's how that's what makes them really good at acting. And then, then, like, they don't know when to stop. And then people eat it up because it's it's very personable. It's very, like, attractive to see. But he's like... Look, I like black people, and and I'm gonna kill them. Well, it I mean wasn't the white people, really not the black ones. I'm gonna kill the white. I'm gonna kill the clan members. I'm sorry. I like black people. I'm not gonna kill them. I'm gonna kill the, the clan right. people. I'm the Flash. I speak really fast. Sorry, guys. I'm, oh. I'm just ahead of this time. You good recovery. Good. Thank you. I like black people. I'm gonna kill them. Oh, yeah. Jesus, dude. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. It was more like. Something, it felt like something happened. You know what I mean? Like, what ha- what could have happened? I don't know. There was an incident involving Ezra Miller where he, there's footage of him just straight up, like, socking a girl in the, in the head. A girl? Yes. A clan and, girl? Well, there was really not much context provided, so pe- I don't know. Hit a girl. <laughs> He's, I don't know what's up with this dude. Fuck the KKK. Hit a bitch. Don't, don't, rem, don't f- look at the girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally against KKK. Don't look at that other video where hit the, hit the bitch. Nah, hit the bitch. <laughs> KKK I, sucks. I didn't mean to hit the bitch. I didn't mean to hit her though. <laughs> the bitch was just in the way. I didn't know what to do. No, he meant it. There's no, there's no denying it. it, it I know it looks bad. The KKK is worse. I swear to God, <laughs> I will kill have... them. Look at me on the flash. <laughs> but like, also, how can you have? This is what I don't understand. So, like, you have footage of Ezra Miller hitting somebody, and he's still in the Fantastic Beast movies. 
Johnny Depp is going through a a long long drawn out like lawsuit because he had to defend himself from getting his pillow shit on by his fucking crazy actor wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he gets dropped, but she still gets to be in everything. Everything. She's still in justice. Praise as like a, yeah. a woke, beautiful to? woman. Amber Heard. Uh, I don't know who that is. Amber Amber shit on pillows. Yeah, clearly not an important pillow person. shitter. <laughs> yeah, bro, dude, she's 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 the queen of shitting on beds. <clears throat> That's a like Johnny Depp's like. I thought court, that was me. There's a court recording. A court record. A judge sat there. A person who has devoted his entire life to law sat there to listen to. Well, my wife. One morning, she shat on a pillow. What is that? Your Johnny Depp impression? It's not very good. It's not very good. <laughs> I literally shot uh, is, is Johnny Depp very tired and very sleepy? I'm Sean Connery. It's it's Johnny yeah, Depp pretending to be like Sean James Connery. Ron? What? It, yeah, it's it, it, <laughs> Johnny Shike Depp pretending. Well, my wife shat on my pillow, so I just had to What the fuck? Have you never heard him speak? He's got a British accent. Yeah, I just had to pop her a good one. You've never, you've never watched Pirates of the Caribbean. Johnny Depp's American. He, yeah, he's that's true. What? He's got a British accent. Uh, no he, fucking he way. He plays. He's definitely plays like. British he has an American people. accent in a lot of movies. Yeah. He's in a. Well, uh, I guess like the, the window, the Las Vegas movie, Fear and Loathing. Yeah, that's where he tries to be Hunter S. Thompson. That's American. Yeah, but American like also Tom accent, Holland right? plays Peter Parker, so do yeah, accents but really matter? Johnny Depp is like American. He grew up in like. Oh my god! I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to an interview of his on the way home just to make to make he, this he make talks, sense in my mind. No, he's so interesting. He, he talks like the most actory actor. So talks like this. Yeah. Well, I don't. Acting is something, something similar to. No, it's not. That's not Johnny Depp. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it feels like it's hard to put down, like exactly what he, he has does. his own accent. Yeah, he, he literally. See, that's what I think. Okay, like him. I think did he like grow up in various places around the world and has like a goulash of accents? No, I think he just thought he was Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Well, well you make that much money. I can't is. blame the guy. I think that's what happened. I think because like, he was on, um, like an American, he was on a show where these two cops pretended they were teenagers and like infiltrated yeah. a high school. Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, Twenty One Jump Street. And completely, hey man, what are you doing? That was his accent. But as soon as he became Jack Captain Jack Sparrow, he's like, wow. <laughs> like that's what he did, dude. He's like drunken, drunken stupor. Yeah, slang. It's like well, acting is just what it is. I don't know. He became Sean yeah. Connery. <laughs> Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes when a bitch speaks back, he just kind of slap her good. <laughs> Teach her a lesson. You're good. You're so good. I quit kicking it. You're good. And then, so that's, that's, that's my, um, Jack Sparrow impersonation. Beautiful. Beautiful. Pretty good. I don't good think you're far Encore. off. I just think there's like I gotta, one key factor you're missing. I, well, I think I'm not doing the face, right? What does it, what does it even do? 
Right? Yeah. Like, what does he even do? It's yeah. not even a thing. It's, he does the thing that you make fun of things doing yeah. when you it's say almost do the like thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're doing him too well, and it's coming out as Sean. Oh, Connery. there you go. Well, that's a little, um, I don't know about this. This <laughs> is a funny. little. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, a crab. Scissors yeah, I was Why does kind that remind of... me of a crab? Yeah, yeah. He is literally Zoidberg. He is Zoidberg. I saw an Instagram video today of a crab cleaning off its eyeballs with its teeth. Wow. Wait, how does it use its teeth? No. Or whatever these things are. It's like its mouth pincher things. It was like, it was all sandy. It was on some chick's, it was like on some chick's leg at the beach. Uh huh. Just chilling there, and it's like it fucking it's mouth antler things. It's like mouth, mouth. Where are these coming from? What are you <laughs> mandibles? About, like whatever. Like is it? It's cl- claws. No, not its claws. So there's like like whiskers. No, it's like its teeth. Like there's like things that like open up on its mouth. Really? And its mouth cleaned off its eyes. So it's it like went like this. Hmm. And like, <laughs> yes. And then, cl- like, rubbed its eyeballs in between its fingers, and it's like, yes. That's fucked up, dude. Why? Probably ate the sand that it scrubbed off to. No, it didn't like it. It spit it out. You could see it was like, nope. It's not. like, the, oh, there's no food in this. Gross. Yeah. It was obviously just cleaning sand off of its eyes with its mouth. Those are evil creatures, bro. I swear to God, we should kill every single one. That's cool, dude. I'm, I've. This is like no, 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 no. You so have to preserve that. E- 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 Crab e- is delicious. EG e- e- Geiger or whatever right. his name is. Geiger Art on no. Instagram. Uh, it sounds familiar. So Geiger invented Alien. Right. Oh. Okay. The concept art and everything was all him. So Alien is one like you're like oh it's a horror movie of course. He came up with probably the most unique horror genre looking entity of all time that's believable like if you if you go in the alien an alien okay alien uh is probably the most believable he also come up with predators though because predators looks like an alien jamaican dude Mm. but that's like not like creative like the only thing that's like weird like literally like you can see the inspiration of predator in like the way it opens its mouth like that's the only thing about it that's different Aside Whoa. from it having acid blood, and there's just like weird concept, like art ideas. And the from, like, invisibility. Oh my god. And the assassin killer instinct. But Jesus. If you look at like Geiger's art, this what like Alien is not something he like invented just for the movie. Alien is something he's seen in his. I watched this crazy documentary on him. He is a horror artist, always oh. has been. And. He w- basically wasn't even famous until the Alien movies happened. And he wanted to make yeah. movies. And then he created, like, he didn't, all of his art, he says, he claims, came from dreams he's had. He has oh. painted. and That is you, horrifying. If you look at his art, it's the most beautiful, catastrophic, like, it's basically the embodiment of AI taking over the planet is his is a, is the meme of his art, right? 
what his art shows is like a lot of the time like very beautiful women in these like mechanical shapes that are like elongated oh, and alien like. I and have the, seen his art actually. They're like, they're like having birth. It's to kids. it's very it's very graphic. It's very graphic art. Look, I won't say it's graphic. What's I would say it's very um ana- anatom- anatomical. Yeah, but it's anatomical for things that don't exist, right? And then and then on top of that, it it's I almost hieroglyphic art, yeah. looking. It's it looks almost yeah. like an ancient culture has like de- it's, decoded it. It's very distinct when you see his work. It, you can see no one else does a it. Theme yeah. run through each piece. Yeah. And and it's really creepy because the documentary shows him like shaking as he like painted these things. He's oh like, God, old man. He's like, and then like there's like this. He doesn't speak English. So he's like, bro, this is fucking creepy. Yeah. And then and then and then like the interpreter is like, I only paint what horrifies me. What the fuck? And then he's just like shaking and goes back to the painting. Very cold and Jesus. And then he had like his sculptor. He had his paint like all through his house. He had this like little train track that he would ride. Right in like a kid's oh, train. Oh, well, that sounds like fun. It. And I just go around his house, and then like the alien statue would be like there and be like, like ride through it. And Ooh. it's. It's one of the most interesting documentaries I've ever seen, and it's it's that yeah. sounds really cool. What's really cool that. about it is because I think there is something outside of what wherever ideas come from, wherever that space is, whatever that thing is that's emitting these concepts, that's creating these concepts. There are predetermined patterns that exist. That will create archetypes in which our minds will digest into, you know, relevant or irrelevant. And there's something so profound. And this, I think this is the, it, the, the true body of, of the subconscious. Mm-hmm. Is this bed, this layer of archetypical expression amongst topics. And, and then... I think the only way to start to pronunciate these concepts is through language or art or anything like that, music. But sometimes people can paint them so perfectly that it's not that they're coming up with it. It's that they're seeing something that is somewhere undefined. They're seeing something that has yet to been discovered. And then they are contr- they're conveying this intensity of pattern in which we can all understand as more real than what we can currently experience. Mm. And I think that's why what makes art so powerful. I think yeah. that's what makes music so powerful. I think that's what makes thinking about religion n- the most powerful thing other than like facts or like whatever the the fuck you should be considered to focus on is because there's this shared experience among conscious entities that there's this infinite bedrock of untapped identity that can be expressed and experienced mm. through our communication and our art and our music. And people like Geiger 
find these things. Maybe by accident, maybe by trial, but they find them and then, mm. they, and then they can unravel them to us and then they can communicate it to us. And it's terrifying in, in terms of him. Or sometimes it's beautiful. Sometimes it's so magnificent. There's no words that can, ex- like, there's things like the Mona Lisa. Like, why was yeah. that there? Like that that's that's an archetype of of human artistic ability. Right? right. It's the understanding of flaw and flawlessness in one painting. And and then and then you have Geiger, which is the understanding of the alien, the inconstitute, the modernity of life. The things that yeah. which you can't see but are known at all times. To be a factor in that's your crazy that yeah. he like dreamed it. He created a movie called Alien. He, I don't know, if he created Alien. No. <clears throat> I think Alien was a fictional thing already written, but there was no drawings for it yet. Oh, and, so th- and so he was consulted <coughs> to come up with the identity for the. Cre- and he's like, I've been dreaming about this thing, and he like drew yeah. it out, and they're like. What the fuck? Yeah, okay, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. This thing that has a mouth that shoots out another mouth, <laughs> fucking yeah. like eats something, mm-hmm. bro. It it it's so. Th- and that's what me me and Zephyr were talking about earlier before you came here. It was like these archetypical expressions that make sense to everybody. Yeah. If you want to create good art, it's not about like rebelling against what's like current. Like that's helpful, mm-hmm. but there is an archetypical concept fundamentally in which all people can relate you know right. pain death the, you know birth life whatever and you and you and then you put your own accent on those things and it can't be like the same as other things it can't be the past so you just filter it out a little bit more to show a different side of it that people haven't fully that people can get on board with that uh, that that if you can learn how to so the 70s had its own filter. The 80s had its own filter. Mm-hmm. The 90s. And then the the, twi- the 2000s, whatever you want to call them, the odds. People find the l- correct lens in which to show an aspect of society or reflect upon our existence at that time. And that's what truly great art is, is understanding what part of the filter you're in. Yeah. How can you express it? And how does it make sense to the people that are actually feeling that? Yeah. Not just because we, we are talking about like if you depicted a skateboarder, but you're a corporate representative and you're an actual skater, there are two different skateboarders. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a person who's just like dressed in Cole's clothes and has like a Tony Hawk skateboard. Mm-hmm. Like That's skateboarding, right? You like Tony Hawk. And then you're going to have the person who's wearing like Fucking skinny jeans, America shoes. He has like a foundation skateboard and and you know like chains yeah. hanging, and he's like cut up and like looks fucked up, and he's like missing a tooth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's my friend Tony. He skates yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that's that. <laughs> like that's, but like you're not gonna like you're like, I don't know what the fuck that. Is. But yeah. the crazy thing that we like really hit on was like, the audience that's going to rep like to push that forward is not going to be ever the corporate audience. The corporate audience rarely ever pushes anything forward. It's the sub-audience 
where the truth lies mm-hmm. that really pushes things to the zeitgeist because those are the things that need to be heard. Those are the things that are unique and different. Those are the things that are really happening. Yeah. Those aren't like numbers and statistics. Those are like feelings and emotions uh, uh, at the most fundamental level bubbling up from the pits of society, right? But if you are just a generic person, mom in Seattle, not even say mom mm-hmm. in Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's more generic, okay. And you looked at her not pit. as exciting in <laughs> yeah, Kentucky. If you, if you looked at a mom in Kentucky and and you said, <clears throat> which one do you think is a skateboarder? She's gonna pick the Tony Hawk one because the advertisements of her life said, Yeah, Tony Hawk and mm. and those clothes, right? That's her most generic, like the the most probable thing that she's been shown to yeah. relate that concept to is probably Tony Hawk, right? Whereas the people who actually skateboard are riding like foundation skateboards or, or you know, right. enjoy or whatever. She would be like, I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what makes it really interesting. So when you create music and art, you're trying to communicate to this archetype and you're doing it by saying like, yeah, dude, I wear shoelaces in my pants too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, my board's flat on the top too. You know, that that kind of shit. And that's what resonates with people because they're like, oh, you know. For some reason, there's a pattern that happens between cultures where there's certain things that happen in that culture that are inescapable. Mm-hmm. And if you're close to that pattern, you will not be looked at as like, you'll be looked at as a part of them. Yeah. However, if you go too deep into wearing like, you know, the fallen shoes and like the fallen jeans and like the fallen hoodie because you want to look skate rat, people are going to sniff it out. Oh, like you. Like, hey, bro, your board's brand new. Yeah. Your ankles don't look swollen. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking believe you. Fair. Like, it's really interesting because, like, there's two sides of it. You can either look like corporate America, mm-hmm. you can look like a poser, or you can look like the person who's like, no, dude, I actually do this because this is my life. Yeah. And yeah. then there's something about the, the life, the giving your life energy to something that creates an archetype. Archetypes are created through life energy and experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think for, like, first good chunk of my life I've identified it as a musician right and like really dived deep into that world and and did some cool fun things and worked in the music shop and I learned a lot about gear and I learned a whole other aspect of that world um and then decided I really I don't what music store did you work at oh worked at guitar center Holy fuck, I knew I recognized you. I knew I recognized you. (laughs) Do you actually know him? Well, I know. I I just remember you worked at Guitar Center. I I had the craziest suspicion that you knew who she was for some reason. Actually, yeah, you do actually look kind of familiar. I might have had a job interview. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. You are so bad you didn't get hired. 
Honestly, it probably wasn't even you. I'm just playing. <laughs> and I might you have like a been applying to Guitar Center and Wait, came in Zephyr. And I gave you like oh, a yeah. resume. And you were. I wanted like, to fucking. Oh, you guys man, were we just introducing later. like uh, lessons. Lessons. Yeah. We should talk. We should talk later. Actually, man. Oh shit! Yeah, that's wild. We should talk. We should talk later. <laughs> for the, I like forgot about it for while yeah. doing the podcast, but I was like, this chick looks so familiar. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I w- yeah. We should absolutely chop it up a little bit afterwards. You do you play guitar? Yeah, mostly? Uh, I play bass mostly, but cool. But that was kind of the thing I was I was getting at was like that was uh, <laughs> as you could imagine a defining part of of my life. And I yeah. decided after I left after I left there like oh I don't want to I don't really want to play music anymore. And I couldn't I couldn't play when I was on chemo because it hurt. So yeah. when I like tried to play after I was like oh I fucking suck because I haven't played in so long and I don't want to practice. So. I like sold pretty much Wait, all my gear. Are you you're just like not interested in it anymore either? Yeah, the passion kind of died, man. Yeah, try yeah. selling guitars to people. Yeah, how fucking annoying! It's so fucking annoying. Yeah, it's really fucking annoying, bro. <laughs> God, honestly, honestly, you're welcome for not hiring you because that place is. You would have like ruined your whole. Oh, yeah, I, the job I have now is fucking amazing. Good, congrats. And it's man. only because I'm never there. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's only because I make my own schedule. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Rad. Yeah, that place wants your full soul like, yeah. for free. Yeah, they just want you I to give it to them. The, I work at a music store right now, but nice. it's like there's like seven people in Which the entire. Which one? It's a piano store, Carpenter's Music. Oh, okay. Yeah, Carpenter's. Yeah. yeah. Like, Obviously, it's, no, it's not corporate, so that you don't have to deal with corporate it's bullshit. The way it goes, that's and like way better. Literally, less than ten people in the whole company. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, rad. It's pretty rad, actually. It's I might f- switch jobs just to do that <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> I bet you feel like they actually care about you, though. No. Oh, really? No. Oh, fuck. You still, you still deal with like, oh, this company Musicians. doesn't care about me. <laughs> yeah. No, and not the musician. Like oh. it's it's like for whatever reason, I'm still like, oh, just an employee. This is a business, and I I'm totally expendable. But <laughs> at the same time, I make my own schedule. I come in with it as long as I do the job that I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. won't fire me and <laughs> immediately find someone else. See, that's how I feel at my job now is like, I'm just going to come do what they told me to do. Yeah. And that's about that. Yo, we're so overachievers, bro. Like, we even do what we're supposed to do, but it's still so overachieving. (laughs) Our job is so fucking insane. It's a little convoluted. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy it. I actually, I I enjoy my coworkers so much. Uh, This is the first job where I've it was a good team, with. right? Yeah. So lucky. I don't know about you guys, but like to get a actually a good team of people together is like impossible. It feels like doesn't work ever. Well, you you're like uh, best friends with the people you work with, like literally. Yeah. Or you just are around each other so much that you just hang out. 
No, I just, I just. Yo, you can be best even, friends with people, but like working together can still suck. A hundred. Oh yeah, yeah. I could never. I don't think I could work with Blue. Yeah, me and oh, Blue. dude, I, I get so mad at Brayden. I fucking hate Brayden at work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's awful. Yeah. But then I'm like, but oh, after work, it's cool. Yeah. Just get fucked up. Yeah, I mean, he's way better at music than me, so I still hate him on some <laughs> level. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. I feel, like, I used to think like, oh, I want to live with my best friends. Like, how cool would that be? It's like, no, you don't. Your best friends fucking suck at living. <laughs> like, your best friends are your best friends because you guys get along in this like yeah. niche like alley of like hanging out. Yeah. Living together is a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. That that's like, like I can't imagine telling him blue to do dishes. It'd be annoying because he'd be like, "Oh, do you mean like dishes?" No, it's fucking. You don't want to have to say it, but then like once you realize that he's the person that won't do his dishes until you say, say something it. about it. It's like, but you never, you never said I should do them. And just like what and the you're fuck like, kind do of do them, bro? Like, I, they're in the. I didn't think I had to say it. It's like, well, you mean when you ask, I'll, I'll do it, and then and it's like I don't want to ask. Like, that's also total it. bullshit. I think from this goes way deeper because from a fucking wow human, brother, from that. a fundamental <laughs> human standpoint, I feel like it's disrespectful to leave dishes. A full sink of dishes in the sink. Oh, like to save up your dishes for two weeks to say that, like, oh, two weeks of dishes is not that bad. (laughs) Three weeks of dishes. Now I'm disrespecting someone else's space. Oh my god. Now it's too dirty for someone else to live here. No, motherfucker. Four weeks (laughs) of dishes. That's insane. You know what my wife and I did? We got rid of all of our dishes except for like enough to cook like maybe two nights. Yes. So we can't. We we can't. You literally can't. Like you have to clean. We literally have to clean them. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. That's that's, that's another thing is dealing with the fact that you just have too much shit. Yeah. But then also like me and my brother are one entity, and then like his girlfriend is like another entity and they're not totally on board Mm. with like, Oh, we're going to be together for the rest of our life. So we just have two of everything. Like we have, that's weird. We have multiple vacuums. We have multiple brooms. We have multiple, we have two sets of all. Well, we just moved in together. Like, so things are still kind of like filtering out, but that makes more sense. That's my broom. Just like I noticed you cleaned the house today with with my vacuum. Now that's what's crazy is there's 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 several vacuums in the house, but nobody vacuums. <laughs> there's, oh man! <laughs> Not Roomba. one ounce of dust has been sucked up since I got here. <laughs> no, we don't have a dishwasher, which is actually really depressing. You don't? Oh yeah. No, there's no dishwasher. Oh, man. Besides slumming it. Besides me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I'm the what a dad kid. joke just then. Are you also the dog walker? Not anymore. Fuck that. Not anymore? Good. No. Good. Those dogs just sit at home and... Don't walk? Yeah. Get fat? 
really? Oh, that's yeah, so I can't. I I'm I don't care about them that much. I love <laughs> dogs. I love animals. But when there's but, someone else's responsibility, it's hard to be like I like I I know exactly. Well, what you the know what it is. About. We got a cat, and the cat is so much better. Fuck dogs next to cats, bro. <laughs> it's so no. I love dogs, but like they're just annoying dogs. Like. Oh wow! How can you? I've never been annoyed. She's like, I really love dogs. I it's, do love no, dogs. I get. I know what. I know the position you're in. <laughs> I've never. I've never been so annoyed by dogs uh-huh. that I was like, nah, I don't care. I, I'd rather have a cat. I've never felt that way <laughs> until like the last year of my life, where I'm like, nah, fuck those dogs. I think what happens is when like the responsibility of owning an animal that isn't yours gets pushed onto you so yeah. hard. Oh, that, see, that's lame. That's that's what okay. that's that's the situation yeah. where it's like, and it's not just like one. It's like three fucking f- four, five dogs, four, four dogs, that's and a then lot. like they're, like two of them are so old they have problems that like oh. are in constant. Like one just shits, yeah, randomly because its vagina is falling out of its ass. Oh my god, yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> her, her nickname, her undesired nickname is Pink Sock. <laughs> Oh my god, is your new uh, name Pink Sock? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you should, oh, I, that's so bad, dude. dude. Make, it, make you a sweater called Pink Sock. Is, it would be pretty sick. I could do that. <laughs> would you rock a Pink Sock sweater? I could. Oh my god. Like a, Can you, like a sweater with a pink sock on it. I remember yeah. you told me something that was made me laugh harder than I've ever laughed. Oh <laughs> no. Like, when you had cancer, you said the maybe the worst part of it. <laughs> Is that you didn't even get the color of ribbon that you? Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, yeah, this is some fucking bullshit. Because you know how, like, me. you know how, like, whenever bad shit happens, you get a ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I look up the ribbon for colon cancer, right? It's fucking royal blue. Like, I hate... What am I... <laughs> that's, like, the dumbest color. I know. What am I, a sailor? colors for... So, yeah, for they're all... Cancer. All sorts of things, People get man. pink, Oh, because breast cancer is pink. Yeah. We saw one that was fucking zebra print. I was like, where's my fucking zebra Shouldn't print? Shouldn't colon cancer be brown? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it fucking royal blue? There's nothing... Well, I mean, if we're going with that going logic, it should be shit, red sir. because it's. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It Royal blue was first place, though, right? In in middle school science. That's right. That's <laughs> right. This is a first place medal. Number one, baby. <laughs> baby. Yeah. yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah, but it is kind of <laughs> fucked up, right? Like, what the fuck? I. I didn't choose this, and I'm stuck with this stupid fucking ribbon. If I die, everybody's just gonna be wearing royal fucking blue You're everywhere. Put it on your fucking gravestone. I'm just this gonna be royal blue. Like. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be like one ribbon, like right next to it. I'll with my dying <laughs> breath be like, Sarah, I hate royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> I hate royal blue lip ribbons. That's what your your gravestone says, and then <laughs> someone's like. Puts <laughs> what a brave person <laughs> to the very end. <laughs> oh man! 
And you're just yeah. like, ah! And you're just like, <laughs> like the ground starts shaking. <laughs> <laughs> like, thorns come up and, like, grab their legs See, and, like, that's pull the kind them of shit, though, <laughs> is that fucking actually happens to people. I know it now. You know what I mean? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like, that happens to people. And then their whole life is just associated with this color that they didn't actually like at all. <laughs> this is definitely not coming from a personal place. <laughs> I will never wear a fucking commemorative ribbon like that ever. <laughs> unless that person expressed to me before they died. You know, you know what's way worse yeah, though? You kind of have to be into like commemorative ribbons in general. I well, guess. that's what it is. Okay, you want to know what happened? I got cancer the first thing my mom did. Went out and bought 50 colon cancer awareness bracelets. Started handing Ugh. them out to everybody. Moms. Yeah. Well, that's going to cure it. That'll work, right? Fucking Jeff Bezos really got all those. no chance. Honestly, though, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> that's kind of true. My mom helps me a lot. but um, No, just fucking <laughs> the ribbons. Yeah. Oh, mom. Yeah, it was like, it was like, <laughs> I don't, I don't like these. Like, this is my least favorite color. Yeah. But how can you say that? You're like, thanks for supporting my cancer. And my exactly. Yeah. How, how often do you feel like you just have to, like, at to what point were you finally like, I don't care how you feel about my cancer. I'm fucking annoyed with everything that you're doing. Like, you know, like, um. with, like, like, the ribbons and, like, I'm tired of the fucking blue. Stop. Like, at first, you're like, thank you. I, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's cool. not. That's not how I roll, bro. That's, yeah, that's not you. From I the was, I was straight up from the beginning. Like, okay. This is my boundary. I don't like this. Don't uh. do that. So. Well, that's really, because you can I set bet there's boundaries. People. I can't. So I'm just like. Uh, I bet uh. the reason that's so <laughs> popular is because people, some people, like, love that shit. They're Some like, people that's are what about I was going it. to say. No, so I, at Moore, I worked our HR manager. I might have the story wrong, but this is how I remember it. She had a breast cancer scare. Not determined, not third, you know. And she just like, went into full, like, military mode, just... Her. She's the <coughs> the only office in our company. She painted everything bright pink. Oh man! Everything was br- the ent- all of the walls. Everything, and then she forced people to do the breast cancer awareness like march, mm-hmm. the ten k that they do, and like she would only ever. This is her entire life now. And then it's she just pink. Get, and then she didn't get breast cancer. She, yeah, she, she, I don't think she ever truly was diagnosed. She was had a scare. Like she had like a lump, and she's like, "Oh my <laughs> god, I'm a survivor!" And then like started wearing like the thing. And That's then, actually comical. At at the uh, very least, it was not a serious like cancer scare at all. Like that's what I remember from the entire story. Like it wasn't yeah. serious, and now she's completely on board with the whole cancer. Oh man! And then, by the way, the institution like the breast cancer awareness thing. If you look into where they spend their money, oh, is it's it a bogus not for one? cancer. Yeah, it's the most bogus. Like you gotta be careful. Aware. Yeah, the 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 pink ribbon people are stealing your money. 
You gotta be real careful. Well, yeah. it's just a color. What the fuck? How would it, what do you well, think? They, if you just give your yeah. money to the color pink, like, of course you're spending it wrong. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's like a fair the, point. That's you a fair know, like the, observation. Fuck. You know, like the I heart boobies. Do you remember that? Yeah, I like do that's remember a trademarked. That. Like that's a trademarked logo, and that was just all. I used bullshit. to have an iHeart Boobies. Yeah, like they're making money off of that. Yeah, or like save the Tatas. Like that's trademarked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So but like, if you're like using that, you're paying them money. Some dudes in like Florida, the fucking Island mm-hmm. Twins. The island. I'm, I'm an Island boy, and I save the Tatas. And I'm an Gotta save the Tatas. <laughs> oh yeah, white noise. Those tatas grow, yeah, boy. Oh boy, because <laughs> <laughs> we're an island boy. boy. I juggle them boobs. Oh my god, you just you juggle. <laughs> I juggle them boobs. I'm what is it? Boy. What does it mean to juggle? <laughs> I juggle them boobs. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just uh, show us real quick what it looks like to juggle. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, not the microphone. Yeah, they're um, gonna hear that. They're gonna be like, "Ow!" Like every time like, people listen to like, ah, ah. Oh my god, <laughs> my ears. Damn. Totally makes sense. Then looking back on it, like, what? Of course, how else do you? Play of course, a fucking seventh up. grader is gonna buy a I love boobies bracelet. I didn't even know it was for cancer. I just thought it was cool. You're I was like, like, I do, I love, do boobies. love boobies. I want these girls to know. And you're How like, why else is do my I tell m- them? And then they're like, oh, you like boobies? They want to see mine? And I'm like, dude, it got me so many tits. Did it I, really? It really <laughs> did. It really did. My wow. Entire, like, I, here's what it, I saw, like, the dude who's already attractive, who's older, again, the older guy, story. he had an I Heart Boobies bracelet. And girls were fawning over him, and I was like, "Maybe it's the bracelet." And it turns out <laughs> it was the bracelet. It, kind of it was the bracelet. <laughs> it was, dude. They're like, like, it turns out when you're in high school and you're a girl, kind of want to show off your new boobs. You're kind of proud of them. And if someone says, "I love boobies," they're like, "You do? You want to see mine? <laughs> I got great ones. These other girls are flat as fuck." Oh my god! I, you know. That never struck me. I was never <laughs> compelled to do that, if you could believe it. But <laughs> I'm sure they're definitely. I can think of. I can think of a few girls that probably would have done that. Yeah, I saw yeah. a lot of tits. Oh, they're out there. Yeah, I'm like reminiscing uh, right now, but now few. it feels a little bit illegal. <laughs> it feels a little <laughs> underage titties for sure. See, that's what. Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> So that's kind of something, right? I've been having this issue lately because there's shows like Euphoria and Teenagers Fucking and and Big Mouth where they're literally showing like children in like nude states you or, don't or like anime, having right? sex. Uh, I know that it's also like there are anime animes out like there the that it's like wowza. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Animes is like. You want to fuck kids, right? Yeah, we'll I show, didn't. We'll just show I them. didn't feel anything sexual about Big Mouth. It was just a great cartoon. See, that's the thing, and like even Euphoria had. While it does have like that sexual element, it also has like the whole conversation about drug use, right? Happening. That's uh, completely separate, but very important uh, in my opinion. 
So it's kind of like, yeah, like Big Mouth was like really funny. Uh, Euphoria, Euphoria has like this. this but not only was Big drama. Mouth funny, I found it like super insightful. Like I was like when I was watching Big Mouth, I was like relating this back to my whole life. You were like, yeah, I was like, oh, whoa, yeah. this is like super. Like, like, this is what they should show in health class. <laughs> well, no, it's an adult comedy for sure. It's meant to like, it's like, here's all the things from yeah. your childhood. And that probably, probably you, you maybe <laughs> missed a lot of what these meant to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's see, true. and I recognize that, but I have a hard time accepting it because at the end of the day, it's <clears> showing <throat> kids doing like really fucked up things that kids shouldn't be doing. Yeah, but then you... You like when you bring up the kids anime, are doing it. I think that's the problem. Is See, like, and with like shows like Euphoria, where they're older kids, like in high school, you know, like like seniors about to graduate high school, like yeah, that makes sense. I understand that, but it's still not something that I want to like. I don't know. I guess I don't feel okay watching that. Like it doesn't. It feels gross to me. I think. I think. I think there's like a a. I think everyone draws their own line, but I think if we am were I a prude? Good, is that what it yeah. is? A little bit. A little That's bit. okay. Well, you can say that. That's, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say a little bit, but only I because think would, here's here's yeah. here's my perspective on it is the depiction of those acts, so long as they're truthful to the experience and not mm-hmm. overly sexualized for for the, the 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 viewer's pleasure, is is the the solace in the art. Like, the what you're doing is you're saying, hey, this is m- what me and the people I'm talking yeah. to right now that are making this show, we went through this. We're talking about this, and we're going to show it as it was. Like, this is the time it happened, and this is what it really means. Like, right. when I was in kindergarten, there I got buried in sand, and three girls made out with me. This is my fr- And they were like, we're playing house. And a, and a black girl French kissed me. I remember this very specifically. <laughs> She's like, this is how my mommy and daddy kiss. And then she fr- she stuck her tongue <laughs> in my mouth, and I, I didn't know what it was. And I was like, what is that? She's like, friends kissing. <coughs> and I was like, okay. And and then, like, that stuck with me. And I think some of the most, like, crazy sexual experiences I've ever had happened before I was sexually mature. I remember when there was, there was <laughs> isn't that fucked up? Yeah. But it's true. It's <laughs> like, there was girls, we would go to the swimming pool, and they we would show each other our parts. Under the water. But we were young and stupid. So every adult at the swimming pool, we we thought, like, if it was underwater, it was invisible to only the people underwater. Right? Uh Like, everyone above the water, there's no way you could see that. But, like, everyone must have been, All these adults were just like, like why are these are kids these flashing each other? Children? What they the also, fuck? Adults just also either know that's happening... And, and let it happen. And, and don't let it happen, it. or they know it's happening and are like, oh my gosh, don't do that! I think adults are so oblivious, they have no idea. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's literally, like, kids are kind of sneaky. So they know they're not doing something exactly oh, correct. Adults are so, so they, burnt out on life, well, they're not paying attention to shit no, They're like, oh, they're playing. I don't... Yeah. They don't, like... Kids they're like, do thank God they're not bothering me right now. Yeah, thank God. But, so I think as long as it's true to the experience in which, like, like, if I wanted to make a cartoon about that, I can't depict those moments. Here's something I'll, right? g- I'll, I'll leave you. Well, I mean, Big Mouth gets away with it because they do it in a I'll leave you with way, this right? because this is only because this is a personal experience I have that's, like, very current. So, oh. at the place I work at, I'm not going to name any names. Do with children? Yes. 
Oh God. Um, <laughs> Careful what you say. <laughs> one of the people <laughs> that I work with previously no longer works there anymore for like what will become obvious. Like mm. uh, we have a brand new art there. It's a music store. There's a dude who yeah. works there. He's like from South Dakota, but um, he like mm-hmm. knows everything about guitars and stuff. Just started running the guitar department. Been mm-hmm. there for like a month, maybe two months. Yeah, super new guy. Oh my and god! And worst, like I'm, I never go into the store because I, if I don't have a piano move, I fucking, I will, I just don't want to be there. Okay. And apparently, on a very lazy Monday afternoon, when there was like two or three people in the store, the brand new employee. Saw, like, one of our, like, super important, in quotation, <laughs> one of our super, like, important people, wa- like, looking at, like, pedophile shit, porn, on our work computer. What? On the work computer, where we work in our workplace. But it wasn't porn. Here's the, th- here, actually, I misspoke. It wasn't porn. It was just anime it was just like pictures of naked children that you could google search you could find if you google pictures of naked children you'll find pictures of naked children but then subsequently was googling like sex toys and like things that made it obvious what his to like connect the dots of what was happening yeah oh wow i i was like i i heard all the all that I know about this is secondary because I was like, oh, he this yeah. he took videos of the guy because he's like he's like one of our managers. You he have to took be able video to like prove that shit. of the uh, one of the people who runs the store like doing this shit. And I was like, oh, I don't even really care to see that. Like yeah. it's yeah, true. Wow. Give it to the police. But that's the thing. It's not child porn. It was just no, no, no. So he, he just googled pictures uh, of yeah, 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 naked kids. So and then also is, googled sex toys. No, no, think about this. But well, all I all the, the only finish. the only thing I'm trying the only point I'm trying to make is that like for me anyways, like a a show like Big Mouth was totally not sexual in any mm-hmm. way and sure. only educational. But, but yeah. depending on who you are, it was sexual education, but not meaning to be like, "Hey, jack off to this." It was like, "Hey, right, right, right. Sure. yeah, yeah." But even, even but it, but show, it did, yeah. but it at moments it did cross that line into like, "Are you trying to just be horny?" These like, kids what? are just ju- just being overtly sexual. Yeah, and that that's a fine. And line that made cross. me even more uncomfortable. Every scene where like they make fun of the the kid who's like twelve years old for jerking off like four times a day made me even more uncomfortable and even more aware (laughs) of what that process is of growing up and even less. It made me feel even less sexual because I was like, wow, this is really (laughs) highlighting how fucking weird I am as a person. So I I totally did. It's like a perspective thing. Here's the difference though is your supervisor, whoever this is, 
not to say they're just supervisor, whatever. I, I don't even give a fuck. Who gives a fuck who they are? They should be arrested. Because here's what happens, is these types of people, if they're comfortable with doing this where they can get caught, there's many things that they are comfortable with doing where they don't think they're going to get caught. And if they're Googling, like, child anything. Yeah, at work like that, too. They're right? they're playing the, the field. Fuck? Yeah, no, this how guy's dumb, a fucking how pedophile. How dumb can you be? It's, it's, not, it's not even stupidity. It's, 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 literally, it's literally wanting to it's, be yeah. caught. It's wanting to get I caught because it, I think it's the I, it's like this conflict. It's like, I know I'm doing something wrong. I may be probably fucking kids outside of work. Or I'm doing things that are very, very close to that. Mm-hmm. And I might fuck a kid. And and I think your friend, if he has that video, he needs to show the police immediately. Yeah, that's wild. That's weird. You know, there was a dude. Uh, there was a dude that I used to work with who Did was really thing. weird. And there was some like kind of weird things that happened where he said he had like his guitar stolen by some gangbanger, and we were like, "Why didn't you call the police?" He was like, "Oh, I don't want the police involved in my shit," and like his his roommate's car got stolen this one time and it was like they didn't want the police involved then either and it was really weird well come to find out dude was found with like ah uh, a whole fucking he was found with like 2 terabytes of child so. pornography how a what? terabyte <laughs> Bro, a terabyte 2 terabytes two. So think about a movie. That's like all of child porn. (laughs) That's like all the porn. (laughs) Dude, dude, that is that is scouring every fucking facet. What? I, dude, imagine. I think he was selling video game. I think he was selling it. I think that's why he had so much. I think he was selling it. Just collecting and selling. Yeah, just mining and selling it. I is what I think. But like, yeah, like. And this dude just worked with us. Like, yeah. it was kind of weird, but we were like, okay, I guess. I, You know, I've met people who've given me that vibe before mm. where I'm like, what do you Oh, do? man. Like, now that I've met it, it's it's like. It's like you can see it. Yeah. Like yeah. You, it's kind of like, like once you've like recognized a vampire, you're like, oh. A vampire. I see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it all oh, don't it, let them it, in. Yeah, it colors yeah. it colors every interaction you have with that person. A hundred percent. The I've I've met a person where it's like it like we were we were just in high school and he was joking around like, Oh yeah, like watch this like we were like looking at 4chan, he's like, check this out and he kept going to like the like the kids thing. He kept clicking on those types like, Look what you can find on here. It's just child porn. He's going back and Oh, oh look, man. you can keep finding child porn. And I'm like all right, dude. I get it. Like, no more. You could. You can keep finding it. And like, okay. It's like it's everywhere. It's great, isn't it? And like, what? Oh man. Like it. It kind of sounded like it was a joke, but I was like, dude. I'm pretty sure you're into this, and like you specifically look for this shit. Like that's the vibe I got. Like you, you, you scour the that's internet to find. Like, how how do you, you even know where this is? Like how did you yeah, know what, what threads to click on? Is this in? Yeah. And I get, like, when you're 13, you'll find anything. Like, I, I've been all over the internet. Like, I, it happens. But to, like, boast to your friends, like. Yeah. It, w- it was just one of those things where I was like. This is, like, a weird. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that kid was fucking fucked up. But he's still good friends yeah. with a lot of my friends. Like, that's weird. I, I, I don't, I can't say anything about him because I don't 
know if anything's true, mm-hmm. but that vibe I got was just like, I fucking hate you. It's weird how your gut tells you things sometimes, huh? It's weird how it just tells you and not other people things. Yeah. That's the weirdest part, where it's like, maybe, like, that's why it's hard to trust your gut, is because sometimes you're like, no one else sees this. Mm-hmm. Right. Am I crazy? Yeah. Like, you can't do that with everything. Like, you would literally probably yeah. go insane, like, but, like, s- there's certain things where you're like, no, that guy's fucked up. And everyone's like, I love that guy. Like, no, dude, there's something wrong here. My wife Mm. has the most insane sense to her. Like, she's never been wrong about a person yet that I've seen. Even even in times where I, and I feel like I've got a pretty good gut. Like, even in times where I've been like, okay, yeah, this this is all right. Hasn't been. She was right about it. It's kind of weird. It's so weird, right? But she's also, like, very, um, she's very quiet and observant. So, like, we'll go out and do something, and when we leave, she'll tell me about things that I didn't even see happening around me. But but she picked up on them, you know what I mean? Just because she's quiet. You remember that quiet. guy, like, holding that thing that way? And you're like, yeah, exactly. No? And I'm like, what? <laughs> What and this converse, she would have heard this conversation, so now she knows this thing. Like, like yeah. is she is, and so she just picks up on so much simply because she's not as loud and obnoxious as I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I was busy being the center of inter- exactly. entertainment. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> people wanted the jokes. What are you up for? I was doing the jokes, the goofs, the goofs, the gaffs. But yeah, no. So it's interesting to see her like. How, like, oh, her gut tells her a lot more than mine does just because she sees more than me. I think it's, I, I don't know if it's a lot more, but it's certain, it's it's like the willingness to invite certain things. Yeah. Like, you, maybe, maybe you, like, naturally deflect people, whereas she has to kind of, like, think about the people she would deflect more. Or maybe you wouldn't naturally deflect people and you wait till they, like, maybe fuck you over. And then you're like, okay, now I can judge you. Whereas some people are like, I've been fucked over too many times. I right. need to do this beforehand. I can't keep getting fucked over. But I do, I do want before we before we close this out. I I do want to get down to maybe the funniest story I've ever heard. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So I, how do you how do you want to like start this? Because I know you know what I'm thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> so there. So I guess you got to start it. I'll I'll yeah. I'll I'll, 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 I, I'll give you one word. <laughs> I'll cue in here. Candy bars. Oh no! I really can't. You don't want to tell this story? <laughs> oh my god! This is pressure. I feel <laughs> no. I can't. I can't. Not yet. All You're right. going to have to have me back on in, in like, a year or so. Okay, okay. I'll, we'll tell in a year. It's too, the wound is too soon. But... Too, but we uh, laugh about this. I mean, and, and the most fun... A year. In, like, a traumatic, <laughs> like, just sorry. We laugh about this. Look, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrible. It's a twisted... Um, 
horribly or fresh don't, wound. Don't keep describing it if you're not going to talk about it. I'm trying <laughs> to make you understand why I can't. Don't give me more good adjectives that make here. me want to hear the story if you're not going to tell the story. Stop being so good at telling the story and then not deliver <laughs> at telling the story. So, okay, this I'll tell you the fucking okay. story. All right, all right. Okay, that's what we want. But <laughs> I need to express something, which is that I feel really, really bad. No, this is like a serious thing. It's it, it's real and it's sad, but with time we yeah. can laugh at things, right? Like this is it's it's such an absurdity of what the context is. Look, I I will explain how I found laughter in this situation. But uh, anyways, there's this little girl that lived in our complex, right? And we, like, always kind of all watched out for her because it was obvious she didn't have, like, the best home life and whatever. She was always out, like, in the parking lot by herself playing and shit. So, like, the kid, like, people are living in our complex would, like, hook her up, like, around Halloween with, like, full-size candy bars, right? You know, she'd go around and just get a shit ton of full-size candy bars from everybody. But she, she also had disabilities, right? It would ap- it would appear so. I can't I can't say for certain. There, w- there she might have seemed like a little autistic. Or, yeah, yeah, like so something. You like wanted she to look out definitely for her wasn't extra. a full cognition. Yeah, you wanted to look out for her extra. So like we all like we're always trying to like be nice to her. Right? Well, this is this is where this story really does turn tragic, <laughs> which is that she passed away, right? Uh, How many years after? Like wh- what? How how long? It's it's just fairly recent, like like last year. Was it really last year? Yeah. Oh damn! I didn't know that. This past year. So, she passed away from fucking diabetes. So we've been giving her like. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what? This poor. Oh <laughs> no. And passed away, and it's really fucking tragic because oh none of us knew no. this. None no of us knew this. It was is really horrible. Like it oh feels. No. I carry guilt. <laughs> I carry guilt. The fun. So, but here's what makes this so funny: is we joke around a lot at work. And we were just, like, walking around at lunch. It's like when we first got to know each other. And she's like, so I knew this little girl. And she was kind of, like, autistic. And we used to, like, we used, we wanted to, like, hang out with her and, like, you know, make her feel good. So we would always buy her the biggest candy bars. And I was like, oh, and she's like, but th- this is a tragic story. And I was like, let me guess. She's diabetic. And then she was like, she is. And I was like, what? I'm like, sh- shut up. Okay, she died. And she's like. She did. <laughs> <laughs> this is like two weeks into knowing her. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's, this is like a real weight I carry with me. <laughs> and so she used to ride this big red, like, tricycle thing, right? <laughs> and <laughs> and the, the just fucking... Eating candy bars, candy bars, <laughs> riding this tricycle. The dad fucking put it up on this giant rock in the center of our complex. Like, I see it every day when I drive... <laughs> when I drive home, and I just think about it, and just think, God, God damn it, like fucking. But that's like. But this is why f- I laugh. This is why I fucking laugh is because. 
I don't laugh at the fact that a little girl died because that's fucked up and she should have had better, she should have had better care and she should have, she shouldn't have died in this fucking day and age. She should, a little girl should not have died like that because there were so many, there should have been so many opportunities to get her care and assistance before that. And that is a fucking shame and shame on the people that were supposed to be taking care of her like that and didn't. But it is also a little funny because (laughs) (laughs) here I am, you know, completely oblivious (laughs) to the situation. Thinking I'm doing something nice, just being a a decent human being. Good, yeah. Making sure this kid has got a little joy and and being taken care of, and. You know that's. What it's it's not even. I don't. I don't know that's if what you I've, fucking get right. That's what you get for being nice. To I'm, I don't God's know like, if I've told you about. Are you being about, fucking nice uh, to that kid? Okay, they have diabetes. They're gonna die. <laughs> like what the fuck? Like fuck. I don't know if I told you about one of the dudes that I work with. He's like our backup piano mover. He's like this seven year old dude. Seven. Oh, I was just talking about him earlier. He's like the kind of um, oh yeah, the super mobster. dumb guy. Oh oh. He's he's a diabetic, and his actual, like, his real-life train of thought is that, like, he has to have donuts at some point in the day or his blood sugar will get too low. He doesn't understand that there's a difference between, Mm. like, having, like, streamlining, like, donut sugar in you, your yeah, brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he thinks that that is 100% okay. Like, it's not a bad thing he to have like a king-size candy bar. He, like, lets his blood sugar plummet to the point where he can afford to eat a shitty No, thing. it's not. He, that's just, he just thinks that's, like, you just need some sugar. Oh, the only way uh, to stay alive is to keep feeding yeah. yourself donuts. Well, because that's what diabetes <laughs> is, is your brain, your uh, your body doesn't know when to produce its own insulin. Right. So you have to stimulate that. It in- yeah. And apparently, like, well, a candy bar is so un- like unnatural to your body that you don't under... Your, yeah. Your body doesn't understand... How to digest it. Or, yeah, yeah, even know what to do with that much sugar. Mm -hmm. But for him, it's like he literally thinks that's what's keeping him alive every day is eating (laughs) powdered. No matter how many doctors are like, gas station donuts. Oh, my God. That's kind of funny. In high school. (laughs) And And to some extent. He might be right because he's been doing it for so long. Yeah. If oh my god. If he tried to get some <laughs> other source of nutrition, his body might totally reject it. Yeah. <laughs> he might not be wrong. Dude, he's, he's gone too far. Dude, this yeah. is literally a skit in Idiocracy. I swear. Oh uh, yeah, right. This is like straight out out of a movie where like, I only chug Gatorade and <laughs> eat fucking sugar, and if I ate a. F- uh, you know. No, yes, this leaves. is super close. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucking people. People are oblivious though half the time. Like before, before everything started going to shit with me, I was I would eat like a bag of flaming hot Cheetos like a night. 
I would get yeah. I would get Cheetos and play video games. Oof, that's dangerous. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm it like, to hurt after a bit. Yeah. Literally <laughs> shitting blood, being yeah. like, oh, it must be the hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Bro, do you think Cheetos gave you colon cancer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know what gave it's it's actually that's uh, genetics. Yeah, it's bullshit. But <laughs> could you imagine you're like Chester? No. God damn it, Chester. <laughs> you son of a bitch. God damn it. Johnson and Johnson baby yeah, that's powder. Why, how that's dare like you? California <laughs> has like cancer labels on everything. Fucking everything. Which yeah. makes you kind of concerned. I didn't know that, that was a thing. Everything has fucking cancer in it. Like, think about that for a fucking second. They don't put those labels Microphones. on there. Microphones if there isn't have cancer, like yeah, cancer labels could on Could cause cancer because there's chemicals that they manufacture these with that could still be residue <coughs> that could give you cancer. Now, it's it's a huge leap. Like, California <coughs> took a giant, like, step towards, like... Yeah, what? So you know, they just literally... Everything has cancer. Everything. But that's but that's because everything we use to manufacture things has carcinogens, carcinogens in it. And it's fucked up. Like, everything. Everything. Yeah. And so they, they do it based on, like, the level of carcinogen. They, they don't have to report it or anything. But... Californians, like as crazy as they are, like thank God because it, you wakes you up to the fact that, holy shit, everything's manufactured with these toxic chemicals. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should think twice about that, and not that they have to be manufactured with these toxic chemicals. There's a f- very few things that actually require the process to include carcinogens or things yeah. like that. Very few things. A lot of the things, like the food we eat. Doorknobs don't need to be cancerous. They're just metals. I mean, if the metal itself is car- carcinogenic, sure, but don't use it. Don't use a lead doorknob, right? Yeah. Like, y- copper is not going to co- give you cancer I- unless, I don't know, maybe you injected it directly into your fucking nervous system. No, that's how you become a super villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> copper. Co- Copperhead, Copperhead, you become like a like a copper metal uh, snake. Copperhead, my name's Copperhead, and and then and then the guy's like, I'm gonna beat you, Copperhead. He's like, ew, that's so gross. You hate snakes. Ew, that's my worst nightmare. I'm gonna slither up your pant leg. Oh, superhero guy, buy a girl a drink first. Whoa, Copperhead. <laughs> Stop me tooing me. <laughs> that, that's He's like, no, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to rob you. He's like, you no, should, you're me tooing me. You should use that as a pickup line. I'm going to slither up your pant leg. <laughs> what? I, dude, I, do you want me to get murdered? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, if I heard another guy say that to a girl, and a girl pulled out a gun and shot him in the head, I'd be like, you go green, yeah, yeah. You deserved it. Thank God. That's you, so end, you, 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 pray. you just. Oh man, Araya, wait. What are the odds that you you use that line on the next girl you're trying to hit? One in five. Yeah. One in. What? Oh, that's great. Okay, I'll take those, those are odds. Good odds. Yeah, I know. What? I love that. Okay. It doesn't mean anything to me. But oh if she actually God. pulled out a gun, like kill me, that might be a problem. Well, you'll back me up on this, right? You'll make sure. If I'm just too charming. I, mean, I know if I say this. that to a girl, 
I yeah, I feel like he doesn't. <laughs> I don't, you think he can get away with this? I just don't think. Huh? Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily like. I think you have a one in five chance of that working. I literally have a five in five chance of that working. <laughs> five I, in I five. I am like an adult. You think that you can honestly tell a girl that you are going to slither up her pants? Like I can do it in the most funny way. That like she would she be like oh, really? Oh wow. Like, Oh man. I think it would I think you would have to go through some trial and error. I think you would make it well, yeah, work, no, but, but I think it would take you that's like the, yeah, trial. But I, you think by I, by the fifth girl would, you would you would get one that'd be like, okay. As, as long <laughs> as long as she's like, Why is your face so red? You know, you're gonna be slapped so many times from all the previous engagements. Like from all the alcohol <laughs> you'd have to consume to like all of the alcohol and all of the women be like Say Fuck that you. too. <laughs> like slither up my family. But no, I think one in five, yeah? yeah. I'd be like, hey, 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 cutie, like, you want to see a fucking best pickup? <laughs> Actually, that would be very bad if I called it a pickup line, like right. <laughs> like, hey, check out the check out this pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, what is that? And I'd be like, let me slither up that. Pain. Actually, be I, like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like saying check out this pickup line is a decent pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Like, it doesn't matter what you say after that. Yeah, like, hey, so uh, let me try this pickup line on you. So That's shady. actually, like, that kind of clever. <laughs> Your pants looking loose. It looks like I can slither up them jeans, <laughs> Not that part. Noticed you chose the uh, bell bottoms this evening. Yeah. <laughs> let me slither up those pant legs, girl. Damn, girl. Those <laughs> pant legs, were they made for slithering? Because that's what I'm going to do. Oh, shit. She'd be like, what? <laughs> She's like, oh, do you have a TikTok? I'd be like, right. Dude, what's your Snapchat? That's literally Slither how. Slither up. That's how boring talking to girls is these days. It's like, you, you really? go talk to, yeah, I'm, unless you meet like a really interesting person, but the majority Jesus. of girls I've like talked to when I'm drunk, it's just like, oh my, w- w- Jenny, wait, I'm talking to, what's your Snapchat? And then that's like the <laughs> oh entirety my of my interaction. God. I'm not joking. That, uh, I'll be there in a minute. Don't, oh I'll be there Lord. in a minute. Tell the Uber to wait. Fuck. Is your Snapchat? Is <laughs> your Snapchat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get. Do you have a phone Lord. number? It's literally how girls talk now. Well. Or good uh, but luck. They, but no but uh, but luck. some girls are like. Fuck you. That's stupid. And then I'm like, I'm actually kind of interested in you because you saw through. How stupid I am trying to pick up girls, and then girls, and then and then I actually meet cool people. Well, you know, as long as you uh, have a gain in the end, there, I guess you know. Yeah, <laughs> as long are as you gonna let me these pant legs or not, girl? <laughs> That's how I'm gonna do it. Then I'm gonna say something, and she's gonna be like, "Nah, I'm like, are you gonna let me slither up these pant legs or not, girl?" And then she's gonna laugh, and then I'm gonna have my end. And then she's going to be like, oh, he wants me. Oh, my God. He thinks my pant legs are hot. Okay, okay. <laughs> wow. No one's ever like complimented my pant legs. I didn't know they were good for slithering. I kind of feel like we've uh, we've talked Reached. to Raya into just doing this. I don't think we need to odds it. Yeah. He's I just going to use it now. Five. Yeah. Try it. Okay. Uh uh, three, two, one, Four. two. Aww. Damn, dude. Fuck. We had literally... A 25% chance. 20% chance. Damn it. Damn it. 
I'm really good at this odds game because I know what number is the most statistically unlikely to pick. Of course you would. I have to do that. I don't know. I, it's not. I would. I'll, I'm gonna do it anyways. Probably. I'll try it tonight. He's ever gonna go out. <laughs> he, he already it. knows. He he knows. I'll try it. <laughs> please, uh, please report back. Yeah, that's really funny. That's great. You say you're gonna try it, and now, uh, like you've set expectations. Dude, we literally pretended to be gay lovers. <laughs> yeah, who was, murdered our spouses and convinced everyone at Picnic that we were telling the truth. I still tell that to people, and they don't get why it's He's so making an attractive couple, I think. <laughs> I still tell people that, and they, like, don't understand. And I'm like, they're like, it's funny. And they're like, what? Why would you do that? It's Because it's hilarious. Do you even understand how fucking funny it is to meet two people who are like, well, well we met each other, and... We're in love, but it's it's tough. Cause <laughs> and they're like, "Why is it? Why is it tough?" And it's like, "Well, he used to date my ex." What? Yeah, I was married, and then he he was my best friend at the time, and then he cheated on my wife. What what what? He, I mean, he my wife cheated on me with him behind my back. And then, then I think we said my wife got cancer and died. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, I think one of them was one of them was about like getting hit by a semi truck. No, oh, no, no. Shit. We said she got hit by a car. Yeah, no. She's like, but then one day my, uh, you know, I didn't even know. That's why I was like, this is ridiculous. No one's gonna believe this. It's so absurd. It's like the realm of absurdity that's so beyond. And then people are like hanging on to every word, like yeah, it's a soap had, opera. We had a guy oh my god! Yeah, because he was so empathetic. And then he, but how here's drunk the was part. he? No, no. Here, you know, here, here's what he said. This is what's crazy, and this is why we stopped. Like the second he said this, he said, oh, "No." I had a similar thing happen oh, to me. Oh no! <laughs> see, see, that's what I mean. My best shit. friend over here fucked my wife. That's what he told <laughs> us, and that's when me and Zephyr like give each other. Right. <laughs> yeah, we probably wow. <laughs> bro, the world is a crazy place. Fucking crazy, either, bro. Either that guy is realized that we were drunk, and he was like, "I'm gonna get these guys back," which I don't think is the case. Like looking back. I no. think he like legit think, was like. I don't think most people have that much foresight. I don't think or that crea- he was. I don't think he know. was thinking that far ahead. No, I think I think he's like, this is so relatable. <laughs> I can't believe my friend also fucked my wife. Why would he buy? We his- murdered her, and then we got together. <laughs> Why would he buy his drinks? Like, like oh, these guys are really good at lying to me. Let me buy them drinks. Jokes. That's Let a me good. Buy- yeah. Hey, great practical joke. Let me that's buy you a drink. That's why I thought he. Dr- that's why I thought he like probably put something in our drinks. So I was like, if either oh. this guy, Uh-oh. either Uh-oh. About that. either this guy actually had something like that happen, or he's like, oh, these guys are fucking around. Let there. These guys are super drunk. Let's well, yeah. Fuck, let's fuck them later. Yeah. No, just or I don't know. Just fuck with them. You let's, know. Fu- let's drug them. And like, fuck them. There's either the, there. Yeah, I mean, it is Reno. It's two. Yeah. It's what's the what's the less likely of two scenarios? Either this guy actually was so empathetic 
they bought us drinks be, because his wife actually died because of something or he's fucking with us more than we're fucking with him. The, f- the first is definitely more probable, which is absolutely, when I think about it, so crazy. <laughs> because, yeah. Because now I, that's wild. Like, we we escaped, like, murder, like, that night. Like, that guy was probably a serial killer. <laughs> like, he was a fucking psychopath, bro. I don't know. Reno's then, a weird place. And then we ran into a girl who thought, I, we did this, I thought he was doing the same thing. And then this girl was like, are you German? I walk outside to meet him. At the oh, Are yeah. you German? Oh, mm. uh, yeah. And I, and I was like, like the Zephyr, and he was like already kind of smiling <laughs> like at me. And I was like, yeah. She's like, so you're a Nazi. And I was like, I looked at Zephyr, I was like, Nazi? It's like, like escalated the- quickly. Yeah, I was like, f- f- yeah, get, uh, yes, and, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then everyone, everyone, everyone the, I was like, I'm not really a Nazi. And then they're like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then, but then, no one else knew at the time. Later, we found out this was just a the D. I didn't know that Zephyr had just met them and had no interaction with them prior. Yeah. Until after <laughs> the night happened, he wasn't <laughs> fucking with them at all. Oh he my god! He literally just met this girl, and she was that crazy out of the bat because I was blonde and white. Yeah, you, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. Right, I, and you know. I don't want to always say that I can identify with the black struggle. <laughs> I can't even finish the joke. <laughs> but dude, that crazy bitch. I, I imagine like, could you imagine what black? Well, the crazy, the th- the Look. craziest thing is that like we that those weren't like those didn't happen like a week apart. Those are like months between each other, and like no, it was next week. It was like the week after. No, it wasn't dude. Was it? There was like months between. Sure. When no, yeah, you're when right. we you're right. actually like went out again. Coincidentally, right. like play, like pretended to be gay lovers, and then the <laughs> we went out like multiple times, <laughs> and then like months later, this thing happened, and you thought that like. I, I, we were like doing the same thing. I think it was like the, but I don't think we had gone out in between. And if we did, we only did like once for like a little bit. And like, yeah, we maybe. But this definitely happened like this, like the next time we went out or like close to the very next time we went out. So that's probably why I thought you were like keeping up with the, the jokes. Right. Well, it's fun to do. Like, I, I would. Well, yeah, you I gave get it. You fucking went with it as soon as I. You're like, oh yeah. yeah I guess you, well, that's that's th- what I'm saying. Is like I w- like I was so this convincing. Dude, she was getting crazy, and then and I I, I didn't he understand me that I was like, is he just betraying? Me yeah, right yeah. Now? I was like, what is? I it? didn't think you're like you I'm were, on my own. I didn't think you were thinking that was what I was doing. I thought. I, w- I don't know what I was thinking. I was you like, I, w- I was like, I literally was like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening, but she's going like, she's fucking crazy. So I'm going to go along with it. And uh, he's like, why are you a Nazi? You're like, twin- I'm like, dude, you're my only proof that I'm not actually a Nazi right now. You fucking Nazi answer for yourself. Bro, he would scream and then and then like you would just see the girl's eyes like like sink into the back of her head yeah. and she just like confirmed her entire existence onto me. Bro. I I totally helped I knew he was con- laughing. I totally helped inside. convince her that you were a Nazi unintentionally. Cause I just wanted to fuck with you. 
But then she was like, then it got oh, real. Dude, this guy definitely me. is a Nazi. Dude, she like would grab, she'd like, come here. And then I was like, <laughs> and it was like, it was like half, almost like she wanted to kiss me. And then she's like, you're a Nazi. And I was like, it sounds like you like <laughs> oh, Nazis. And then she's like, oh, no. maybe I, maybe I do. And, and I was like, <laughs> what? It's like, maybe you're crazy. And then she was like, yeah. ah, you're a Nazi. And then she would like go really deep into it. It was fucking crazy. It was wild. And then yeah. I just felt bad for her because, like, at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't the best way to handle someone who's, like, literally should not be out right now. Like, yeah, she might, yeah. like, someone could easily take advantage of her. It She's was, not it was a stable a, person. It was a weird scenario to be a part of. Yeah, so I was like, Because you really, you do, like, you're you're super uncertain about this person's mind state. You're like, what is go- what's going left. on in this person's head? He left, and then the girl came back, and I was like, hey, come sit with me. And then, because I wanted to, like, just talk to her. I wanted to make sure she was okay. Some guy mm-hmm. was kind of, like, warming up her seat, but it was, like, really hot. And I was, like, getting concerned. Like, are you just trying to hurt her? Oh. He's, like, putting this fucking metal stool into the fire and, like, heating it up. And he's, like, come here. Come here. Like, almost, like, yeah, fuck you. That bitch crazy. Watch this. Like, yeah. I was, like, dude, don't fucking do that. Like, and I was, like, told her to come here. And then that was a whole big thing. Like, her even coming next to me was, like, Wait, you, you want me to hang out with a nut? And then she finally came over to me, and I was like, look, like, let me get you an Uber home. Yeah. And then she's like, can I tell you something? I was like, what? <laughs> what are you fucking going to tell me? Right Confess. <laughs> and then she, like, handed me her phone. She didn't even say anything to me. She just handed me her phone with the, you know, like, the dial option. Like oh, the, like, put your number in? Yeah. And I was like, no. No. And she's like, I was like, no. She's like, do it. And I was like, no. She's like, do it. Well, I guess you are exactly what I thought. Like a Nazi. Dr- <laughs> yeah, Nazi. Yeah. And I was like, no. Like I just like look. Like I want to be very clear with you. I'm gonna sleep in my bed tonight, and I want you to sleep in your bed tonight. Like that's what's happening. I will get you an Uber so that happens. And then she was like. Looked at me like really deep, like really sad. like she. I saw that she saw what I meant. Mm-hmm. Like it got through to her, and she's like, "I gotta tell you something." I was like, "What?" I love you. And I was like, oh. "No, you don't." Uh, well, you're. I see. You're, not in, first a, sight. you're not in a state Here's to love thing. me. What does that mean, though? No, but it's, she said, "It's a no, no, no." She said, "I love you," but, and this is. And so first when she said I love you, like no you don't, I cut her off. She's like, I love you, but and I was like, but what? But you're gonna die tonight. <laughs> right? No, this is exactly what I'm like and trying to get saying, at. You're gonna die. Tonight. What mind? What sort of mind state is that person in, dude? No, it's it's a bad one. When it's, you say when you say I love you. What is she really saying? And when she says it's, you're going to die tonight. It can, be, it can be a state of mania. Like that can literally be mania. So she can have, have a, a, a manic episode or it can be schizophrenia. So she could also be schizophrenic, which schizophrenics are prone to manic episodes. So what happens is they are very agreeable for certain situations. And in anything that their mind like conjures as like a possibility, they run with as the truth. And so mania is basically mania is like having like hyper dopamine. <sighs> And you feel really ready to do anything. And and so she's like, I, you're a Nazi. And then when she start, heard people laughing at her, 
she didn't really understand like why it was wrong, but she knew it was wrong, so she stepped back a little bit. But but then the maniac, you're a Nazi, so I don't know. I I would probably classify it as like a bipolar manic episode. Mm. I just, I feel like even when you or she was schizophrenic, but I didn't see even her when you say people. those things though, you're like, <clears throat> I don't know. I would just. You think she was a normal person, just acting weird? I think schizophrenic people are normal people. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait. I think right. wow. bipolar people are normal people. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. I mean, no, I'm typical. just sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to like m- make you feel <laughs> yeah, shitty about saying that. I'm just like, I, I, th- I think. What is the mindset? I think like, anybody's you, capable of getting into that mind. Say, I know I'm probably capable yeah. of achieving that, like, fucked up state of mind. Well, they're, neuro, they're neuro patterns, right? So uh, all all that constitutes that sort of relationship between you and reality is literally the firing of neurons and the pattern in which they fire. So between different brain regions, if you wanted to get more specific. But essentially what is happening is there is a there is a pattern or a rhythm that's happening between some set of neurons that communicate between how you're receiving reality and how you should respond to it. Mm. And sometimes that gets fucked up. And people, it's not that even their interpretation of reality is fucked up to their internal state. They're probably responding appropriately for the situation. It's mm. just that their situation is not being Maybe. conveyed appropriately to them in terms of the context of everyone else around them. It's probably hard to figure out what's more, because it's probably a mixture of how the way they're interpreting it and the way that the environment is affecting yeah. them. And it's probably hard to figure out which is affecting them more. Or, like, I'm, it's, it's like, obviously some arbitrary mixture of the two. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and what happens, though, is there's a neurotypical way that the brain communicates to different regions that's going to prevent things like that from happening. So asocial interaction is very rare in terms of the scale that she was doing it on. So right. she was acting so asocial in terms of like literally like not she's completely she was going off the rails on social norms. Even though like if I was really a Nazi, what she was doing was maybe not that insane, right? Like maybe if you thought you yeah, were like she was acting with like a heroic. True Nazi. If she if that was like if that was the real life situation, she's being the hero. In that yeah, case. and then if you thought what if you thought Nazis were like mythical entities that had powers, like she kind of seemed to like. It was weird because she kind of seemed to think of them as like beyond this identity of a thing, right? She was so con because she was acting so sexual about it. It was very weird. It's very weird, and mm. she was she was a try. She it's was weird that you so picked up on that too, like because how do you like? Are you? Well, she was grabby, right? And then she wanted. It seemed like she wanted to hang out with me, even though she hated me for being a Nazi. And that's when I was like, "So do you like Nazis?" And she was like, "No." And she like wink at me, and I was like, "What the fuck is that? Like, did you just wink at me?" And we were yelling this across an audience of people. Yeah. And then, so, it, one, it could have been, like, an insecure reaction to, like, the fact that she's on display now for her outburst. And then that can dissolve the state of whatever you're doing. But 
that's why later I was like, hey, just come talk to me because I, I, I don't know you're what like you're going through, but recognizing, yeah, like whatever is happening to you, like we, like that before was crazy and whatever, but now I've had time to think about it. Not the best way to like engage who you are as a person because it's unhealthy for you. So at first it was fun and playful, but then it got to the point where I was like, oh, you might get hurt tonight or you might hurt somebody and I don't like want that to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't realize how fucking insane you were <laughs> when we first met. <laughs> well, and that's why I like to stay home nowadays, you know? Yeah. Is that why your podcast is called? Stay at home. Your podcast is called <laughs> Stay at Home? <laughs> you had one opportunity to stay at home. That sounds good. That would be a good the Stay at Home podcast. The stay at Home podcast? That's a good podcast. Yeah, you just do Zoom good. interviews. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even pay attention. Oh, You're man. Like playing with your cat while someone's talking. Dibs. <laughs> stay at Home podcast. Stay at Home podcast. Stay at Home podcast. Who's your guest? Um, guy over here. Some guy in his home. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't. I know it looks like I'm a cat right now, but I promise you I am not a cat. Have you seen that video? (laughs) No. That's a video? It was a court case where a lawyer had like a cat filter on his face. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. I promise. Yeah. yeah, I promise I am not actually a cat. I am a human. And the transcriber's just like, I fucking hate my life. <laughs> I'm not I'm actually, not actually a, cat. a cat. I am a I am human. A human. <laughs> oh, legal shit. Legal documentation. So, I, dude, I bet there's some fucking gems in legal documents, dude. Oh, surely. Uh, 100%. Things but, people say. But, uh, yeah, you know, no, that's not the name of my podcast or what po- it's about. Uh, but, about? yeah, uh, you can check out Couch Lock. With me and my buddies, Mike and Clint, every other Sunday, Spotify. Hit us up on Instagram, at CouchLockNV. Yeah. Hell yeah. Love movies. Thank you, Rachel, for being with us. That is the ghost show. Thanks, guys. Wow, what a fucking episode. That was fun. Thank you. Uh, Tune in again next week, next Friday. That's live every Friday. Love you guys. Bye.